0: Oh, my dream was to do the best show tonight, but it's just not possible. It's just not going to happen. Oh, what am I going to do? I want to do the show. I can Right now, you're live. I'm live. What? Alright, you know what? You know what? If I'm live
1: look out. That's all I gotta say. Look out. Who said oh look out? That's uh a uh Iggy uh, pop said that.
0: Look out. Remember when he said that and then the song went no 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 Yeah. I'm gonna do that. Iggy Pop style. Remember when he had that jar of peanut butter and then he did things with it? Yeah, those were the days. Those were the days, my friend. Oh, no. What are we going to do? We're going to do the best show, and we got the good one for you tonight. Tonight, the topic is, what is blank doing Right now. So you ask me, what's, for example, oh, I don't know. What is the kid from Jerry Maguire doing right now? Little uh, Kenny. Uh, little Kenny. Is that his name? Little Kenny? The little? A little 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 uh he looked like a newborn chick. Remember that? Jonathan Lipnicki is what his name was. He looked like a little hatched chick. And then he lit up America with all his funny things that he said like Yogi Berra, but he was a little kid, that's why it was funny. Cause it's funny when a little kid or an old person says Things that only adults should be interested in because kids shouldn't know yet. And old people are supposed to give up on everything when it's like, when some old person's like, are you talking about sex? And then everybody laughs as if the world was not populated by those old people. How on earth could they have known about sex? Can you imagine? Now, so, for example, what is little Jonathan Lipnicki doing right now? That's what we talk about. What's what's he doing? And You call up at 201 332 and you give me one, and we'll figure it out together, and we'll talk about all sorts of other stuff. And we got the world premiere. That's right. World premiere. You know the band Islands, how much I love Islands. My guy Nick, Nick Diamonds, Nick Thorburn, whatever name he is, uh, working under, whether it's Islands or Mr. Heavenly or Nick Diamonds or, uh, the Boogie Boards, whatever band he's working under. He never had a band called Boogie Boards. Um, he, they've got a new album coming out, Islomania. And we're going to hear the, the world premiere from it tonight. The song, we like to do it with the lights on. Ooh. Racy stuff. So children, it's bedtime. Grown up music coming in a little bit. We got all sorts of other stuff coming up tonight. It's going to be a good night. Fun show. Pat, am I playing the theme? Go for it. Best show. It's best show time. Here we go. Islands coming up right after the theme. New song from Islands. Get ready. Alright, now, without further ado, we're gonna debut the song from the New Islands album, Isla Mania, which comes out in a few months. This song is called, We Like To, close parentheses, do it with the lights on. Here we go.
2: To the song On and on We do it with the lights on We like to do it with the lights on dance To the song On and on We do it with the lights on All night It's loud, so turn it up and close the door. I want to move right now. I can't see your face when you're moving out of place. I want to dance till dawn. I want to do it with the lights on. Dance to the song. On and on, we do it with the lights on. We like to do it with the lights on. We dance to the song. On and on, we do it with the lights on. We like to do it with the lights on.
0: from Islands we like to do it with the lights on and that is from their upcoming album Ilomania now you might be saying to yourself tom when does ilomania come out well june 11th is when it comes out it's going to be on royal mountain records my guy's doing it. Nick Thorburn. What you think about that song, Jason? Gore. Jason Dudio Gore.
3: I think it's a hit.
0: A hit? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Pat Byrne, thoughts? Joyous. Joy, thank you. That's great. Now I don't want to ask the third uh member of the the <laughs> squad there. 'Cause he'll wonder he'll start going, nah, I don't know. It's like I didn't hear any uh first of all, the song was short, so he might not like it because it's it wasn't a sixty eight minute uh uh-huh. drum space. Uh-huh. Um
4: I liked it. Good beat. Good dance to it.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the right music for where we're heading for the rest of twenty twenty one. They got a nice Nice up tempo song. Mm -hmm. Enough with this sad sack crap. The people crying all the time. I'm kidding. This is not, I don't know why I'm taking some hard stand against the music I listen to. 80% of the music I listen to is that suddenly I'm taking a courageous stand against, uh, anything that's slow or down tempo. No. Well, my friends, the best show is here. The best show is back, some might say. And I'm pumped to be here with you and we're going to talk all about the, uh, wait, what are we going to talk about again? Oh, where, where somebody, where is so, so and so? Where is blank right now? So let's do it. The phone number 201-332-3484. You want to get in on it? Um, yeah, we're going to have a good old time. And I should say right now, while we're all together here, we got, um, we got a new episode of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, uh, so far, which is the, the podcast. It's a crowd pleaser so far. It's a little bit, it's, it's one part endurance test, one part crowd pleaser. <laughs> it's a show in which me and, and Pat and Mike and Jason all go year by year through the entirety of the catalog of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, both together and individually. And we review each. And every record and it's fun and people like it and it's, it's hard to do. I can only say it's hard to do. Sometimes I do it and then I don't feel good about myself. And I feel mad at the people that made the music. I feel mad at them. I cannot believe that they would go put it out that that would be enough for them to say, we're good. That is complete. (laughs) Press it. But they certainly do with some of these things. And there's albums that even by the standards of a Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young who are terrible. Crosby, Crosby's terrible. Stills is terrible. Nash is terrible. Neil Young's not terrible. And they, uh, there's points when you're just like, what were they, what were they thinking of with this? Like, you got this Graham Nash and this guy. For some reason, this guy, this guy thinks he's the second coming of of, of uh, Howard Jones on uh, half these records. We're we're deep into the '80s right now, and everything he's doing is like these the synth pop. It's like Nick Kershaw. Like he's Nick Kershaw's uh, papa. Proud Papa to Nick Kershaw. And look, I like Nick Kershaw a lot. He had so many great songs. Well, he actually had one great song. He actually only had one song. I think they might have kicked him out of the studio after he tried to do a second one. Can you name the hit by Nick Kershaw, anyone on the Best Show staff? No. Wouldn't it be good? There it is. Our DJ. (laughs) The... the, (laughs) <laughs> the in house announcer, Jason Gore, knew it. But but this Graham Nash sounds like he's trying to be like a new waiver and it's pathetic. And you're gonna wanna barf when you hear it. And I think that ends
3: out out outside of this batch that we're in, though. I think it goes back to a little mm-hmm. more of an acoustic sound, with a tiny bit of synth, not full on synth. It's still bad.
0: It's bad. But uh, but this this show you only can get at the Patreon. Uh well there's one episode we put up. Uh, how do we do this now?
3: Yeah, episode 2 uh 7172 uh just went up on the main feed. It went up on Sunday, so you got episode 0 up on the main feed, episode 1 and episode 2 just to kind of give you a taste of everything we're doing over on the Patreon.
0: Yeah. And they're all good, but you have to listen to all of them. I really feel like it's a journey. We're all on a journey through the past, right? Remember when Neil Young sang that one? (laughs) And this, the one kid who works on the show, Mike, he really has opinions that I don't know where the guy's getting off. (laughs) Sometimes I say, "Where's this? Where's this kid getting off with these these takes on these things? When
4: are we gonna start calling it too far?" Because oh, we're, we're we've taking, gone too far. We've, we've yeah. taken it too far. Yeah. It has
0: gone to. way too far. I
3: think that was 1984.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mike, it is no longer <laughs> okay. too far. That is, we have gone long past too far, and now we're getting to the point when they are recording. Um, they're recording a little more responsibly, finally. So uh they're going to start. There's going to be... L- there's going to be less. And then it's funny because you do the thing. And then somebody's like, "Um, they'll be like, hey, you didn't like the album I love so much. It's like, okay, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. The whole point of an opinion-based thing is it's an opinion. Now, I'm going to say this before I get to patreon.com slash the best show. That's where you support the show. That's where you get so far. That's where you get meet my friends of friends. All the content is available there. Now I, 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 issued an edict to the best show staff cause I hear these other shows. I watch this George Lucas talk show and the kid that runs that, um, manages, he trips over Whoopi Goldberg and, and, uh, and then big names like that. And meanwhile, ah, uh, we're coming up dry. So I said, get me some big names. And now Pat is telling me there's a big name on the line, uh, that, that, that somebody, that works on the show, listened and went and got a big name to appear on the show. Now I'm interested to who this big name is. Are they on Pat? You're live now. Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, I know who this is. This is, this is. Hi, is this 201 Deadhug? What's that? Is this 201 Deadhug? It is 201 Dead Hug. You know the numbers. (laughs) Now, this guy, this is going to be tricky. It's going to take me about a half hour to explain. He's from a, a group called the Tenderloins. And apparently, they license their, the Tenderloins appear on a show called Impractical Jokers. And this is the Joker that, this is everybody's favorite Joker. I think we could just say it. This is Sal Volcano. How are you? Sal. It's so nice to hear your voice again.
5: That's all I'm thinking right now as I listen
0: to you. Well, you're I miss you so much. You're a sweetheart. And you're the joker or the Now when I call you a Joker, am I supposed to call you a tenderloin who's a joker? I don't think there's rules, you know, uh in general, and I don't and I certainly don't think there's rules for you and I. No. Well, I'll just call you Sal. I don't need to call you a joker or a tenderloin. Yeah. You
5: can choose what you want to call me. And as long as I don't take like incredible umbrage with it, I'll accept it.
0: Yeah. Well, you're, a, you're an easygoing guy. You're, you're a, uh, you, you take it as it comes. You're kind of, cause the show is like four personality types where you got one guy is a, a wacko and then the other one is a real, uh, a real, uh, loose cannon. And then one is a total who knows what's going on there. And then there's you. Yeah, it's so funny because out of those three descriptions, I don't know who you meant for each one. I, I don't know either. I don't know. I realized it as I was saying it, that I didn't know what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> now, you uh, there's a new season, Sal, new season of Impractical Jokers.
5: Yes, sir. It's airing, uh, right now, Thursday nights on True, season
0: nine. It's, and, Tuesday, uh, yeah. Tuesday, Sal. What's that? Sal, it's Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's airing currently. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that goes without saying. It's True TV. The odds are there's an Impractical <laughs> Jokers episode on. It's today,
5: Tuesday. Today, today, uh, the Misery Index game show is on TBS
0: on Tuesday. Okay. Night. That's right. No, 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 no. You're uh you're um yeah, cuz you have another show called Misery Index which is you at doing it. It's like a, it's a it's a fun game show. Yeah, that's, that's another mortgage, mortgage helper. helper. Yeah. Another mortgage helper. You still need help with the mortgage, huh? You got to You're on <laughs> TV. You're on TV 600 hours a week. <laughs> still still looking for a little boost with things. Like- Was this a side job? Yeah, I like to say in very small increments. Yes. What, what, if this is a mortgage helper, what did you negotiate a one year mortgage and you gotta cover the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, I took out a three month mortgage. Yeah. You got, you got to learn to, they offer longer terms than that. Sal. So. I'm new. I'm new to the mortgage game, Tom. Yeah. Well, so you, you have impractical jokers. And then you have the misery index. And then this is how popular these guys are. There's literally a show where you watch them eat food. Isn't now. What?
5: I, I, I now I think I now, now after that one, I think I won.
0: Whatever. You, yeah. Now that's when, you know, in whatever previous life you were, Sal, you did some good stuff. I did something normal, maybe. Because now they're paying you to eat dinner on television.
5: (laughs) No, I know. You know what's so funny? It's like we had the quarantine, and nobody had any new material coming out. And they asked us if we'd like to do something, maybe, you know, from our homes. And I was like, well, we're really limited. I'm not going to. I don't know, I'm not going to start to learn how to work cameras and have all these weird deadlines and be here alone trying to do it. So I was like, why don't you just turn on cameras and we'll do like a live stream? Like, why don't we do a live stream from home? We tried Mm to do that. And we're like, we'll just riff. I mean, everyone wants to connect right now. This was like at the height in the beginning when we didn't know if we'd ever see anything ever again. Yeah, We were just like, you know, why don't we just like, because then we wouldn't have to prepare anything. You know, we'll just shoot from the hip. And, like, we'll just see where it goes. It's kind of that no net because it's live type thing. And we convinced them to do it. But then they were like, we just need to couch it as something. And I was like, look, I mean, like, why don't we get together and eat every night? I just, why don't we just get together and eat every night? We'll have dinner guests. We'll pick, you know, what we're cooking for each week. People can follow along. It's it's, it's, it's a structure is all it is. It's just a structure for us. Mm-hmm. So they said yes. And then for, like, yeah, I mean, we did 18, I think, of those. Well, and, and hope, hoping to do some more, it
0: might live beyond this crazy time. Actually, Sal, the impractical jokers are the only ones who are rooting to keep the pandemic going. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're for okay. dinner. Yeah. Otherwise, they got. Otherwise, he's going to start to be like, "What? I got to leave the house now to do the show?"
5: Yeah, that's basically the goal, really. Right? It would be to. Operate every single thing just from home. If I never had to leave the house again,
0: I might sign up. I'm that type of fellow. Now there are, there are people who are going to come out of this pandemic and they're going to, um, they're going to just, they have gotten permission to not see anybody and they're going to go, I think I'm going to stick with that. I like how that felt. I, the, I liked how 2020 felt to kind of not see any of you face-to-face. I think that's me now. I couldn't
5: echo that more. I, I guess who's, I'll give you one guess. <laughs> guess who's wearing a mask for the rest of his life?
0: Find us on your podcast app of choice, or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com/slash Office Hours Live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. You. That's
6: correct.
1: That's
5: correct.
0: You're
1: just... you
5: to just have taken the guy from Mortal Kombat. but
1: yeah,
0: yeah, you got a sub-zero vibe going on. <laughs> are you in LA still? You are, right? I am. Yes. Yeah, and it's uh. It's like uh it's exciting here, and everybody's being safe, but you can still feel like it feels like a little teeny um like it feels like a teeny tiny bit better, I guess because people have a teeny teeny tiny bit more hope, but that's it's still like it's still just like being in a weird bad movie, like a bad science fiction yeah. movie um <clears throat> so. Did you film, at, well, how did you film this new season? Did, are these, is this all pre-quarantine or did, were you shooting post? How did you do it?
5: We started, um, we had filmed two, ep- we used to shoot about 26 to 30 episodes a season. We had filmed two when, uh, last year on March 12th when we shut down. Mm-hmm. So we had two episodes in the can and then come this November we finally went back to shooting. All these new protocols in place, and we filmed another eight episodes, and now we have ten to air. Okay, starting tomorrow, we start to work on the next batch of like hopefully sixteen
7: episodes.
6: Okay,
5: switch it up. You know, we couldn't. There's no more just walking up to anyone and everyone at any location. It's much more now um, all leaning in on like appointments. You know, waiting rooms. For you know all, all, all everything you can think of like you know interviews, focus groups, presentations, things like that
0: no it really the 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 ones I've seen from this current season are really funny, and the photographer one was really great, like that doing the photo shoot in like the gardens or whatever where you know when you're
5: yeah. Yeah, it's a function of, like, wanting to be distanced and even outdoors. Anything we could stack in our favor for safety. You know, like, everyone's tested, but then these people are coming to do these, like, photo shoots for the day, and so it's outdoor, distance, are so kind of, like, help play into that kind of thing. So if you were, didn't really know, I hope with that, if you didn't really know it was COVID times, you wouldn't be able to really tell the episodes apart.
0: Sure, sure, yeah. yeah. I will say that this situation... What this does, it's, it's finally safe to go to Jersey Gardens and not be, (laughs) not be bothered by (laughs) the impractical jokers (laughs) asking to watch their grandfather while you go, they go to the bathroom. That or the mall, what's the mall out on, uh, around Nyack?
5: Palisades.
0: The pal, yeah, yeah. The mall that's slowly sinking into the ground. Yes, yeah. it's there's this amazing mall out there that has a Ferris wheel in it, and shocking thing, it's 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 sinking. It's built on faulty. It's like a disaster movie waiting to happen. This mall, like every year, it sinks a few inches into the ground because it's it's this uh, mushy this. Mushy uh, New York State soil. They built it on top of, and so I have no idea. You didn't know that?
5: No, I didn't know we're sinking. I was so impressed by that mall the first time we went there because I, I couldn't. It always seemed empty, and then someone noted, "No, it's the sheer size of it." And then I realized how big it was, and I was like, mm. I, "I've never seen besides the Mall of America." And so we looked it up, and I think that particular mall is like one of the top five or ten biggest malls in the entire country.
0: It's enormous. It's like five floors. And, and, and I'll tell you one thing. If you ever need a phone, a cell phone case, head on out to that mall. There's only about 800 kiosks selling cell phones. You'll, it's a buyer's market for cell phone cases out at that, at that mall.
5: There's no barrier to entry on cell phone protection these days. <laughs> I mean, think about every 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 single color combination you've ever thought of and triple it. That's how much we're working with out there. Yeah. I don't care if I ever go into a mall again, so I'm happy about that. I, I don't love walking up to strangers. I, I really don't.
0: No, I can. You can, and that's what makes it funny. When because you you seem to just generally dislike almost all of it. On um, <laughs> like a, like it's not your it's not where you live. Like, yeah. you would leave every stranger alone in yeah. real life. Like if if you were not being, if it was not a part of a television show, you wouldn't. It seems like you would not go up to anybody ever. Get on I mean, it. You'd keep to yourself, and that's that would be that. You're not going to be just like, hey, let me ask you, can you settle a settle a bet for me and my buddy? <laughs> can you imagine? What <laughs> my <life. laughs> imagine if you were walking through the mall and then somebody came up to you and said, "Hey, you want to settle a bet for me and my buddy?" Wouldn't you be like, why Why are you talking to me?" Yeah,
5: I would enact whatever self defense class I took in grammar school <laughs> right in that moment. Uh huh. You know, a chop or a swipe or something. I, I don't. I don't like being approached.
0: Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what self-defense classes were you taught in school? What was going on in your school? Chops and swipes? <laughs> I, I took <spent laughs> like three months of karate
8: mm-hmm.
5: in eighth grade. I ended up with a white belt, double black tip iron fist. And to tell you the truth, I don't even know if those rankings are sanctioned.
0: I think <laughs> those sound like, those sound like, uh, ro- that sounds like if a McDonald's was selling hot dogs. Sounds like something the owner, the owner's gone rogue on that one. We're Sensei Glenn, I think, you know, my mom got the
5: money together. We had to buy our own keys. And then, you know, I went there and yelled at us for a couple of months. I, I did jumping jacks and I don't know how I got the black kids. I don't think I have any discernible karate skills, but you don't, uh, you don't think you do, uh,
0: you know, I, I, I remember, you know, some standard kicks. Okay, so in a pinch, in a pinch, <laughs> you think you could break out like a a half decent kick?
5: If I had to employ karate in a pinch, I mean, it's going to be slightly better than the average human's kick. Yeah, so I'll I'll probably pull on just a small bit of the technique I learned, but honestly, I feel like if 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 I to you about it for like a minute or two, you'd be able to pull off the same kicks that I did. There's nothing special in my kicks. Sure.
0: Now I know that you're not a you're not by nature a self promoter of a, a self promoting guy. You're you're a you're a pretty head down kind of kind of fella. What would you be more likely to do if you were confronted with some sort of some guy wanted to wanted to throw down and wanted to tussle with with you? Would you would you be more apt to say to break out a karate to try a karate kick or to go i'm Sal from impractical jokers i'm on television like neither of them seem like a move you would make which one would you do more would you do first
5: out of those i'd probably avoid violence i'm not a tough fellow i'm not a tough man i i i wouldn't want to hit anyone i'm i'm until the last minute that i have to be physical with someone, I probably wouldn't be, there. unless of course someone's bullying someone or it's, I'm more apt to break, into, to, to, I'm more apt to pull out a karate kick I was half-fast taught in 1989 if someone's bothering someone that I know. Sure. Than, sure. than myself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For me, I would, yeah, I would, I would intervene if it was somebody else. If it was me, I think I would either, <clears throat> I would say like, hey, did you ever watch, uh, the show Monk? I wrote for that show. Like, see if that m- moved the needle at all. Just, I'd, I'd play any card I could play. <laughs> That's the
5: money. <funny. laughs> so someone's about to get into a physical altercation with you and you say, I, I wrote for the show Monk. I love that. Yeah.
0: I would just hope that their parents liked it and then, then I'd be like, maybe I'll get you uh, Tony Shaloub's autograph. Give me your information. Then I'd take that information right to the police.
5: Oh, uh, that would be, that would, if that came full circle in that way, like they were going to assault you, but then yeah. they held off. You kept them at bay with the promise of Tony Shaloub's autograph. Yeah. That led them, led the police to them.
0: They give me a mailing address to send them the headshot to. And then I just walk that right to the police. They go, yeah, this guy, uh, this guy was going to beat the crap out of me.
5: was a there a scene like that? It might have been like Serpico where they, they they did a sting operation where they invited all these people they knew that had like, that were like, you know, uh, I don't know if they were in the mafia or they used illegal guns. Just like, and they invited them to like this baseball, this Yankee or this baseball signing and all these criminals showed up and they just
0: arrested all of them. <laughs> I think that sounds like the plot of the Jerry Reed, Suzanne Plachette, Dom DeLuise movie, Hot Stuff. Does it? Maybe I'm confusing my movies. It's either it's either Serpico or the Dom DeLuise movie, Hot Stuff. <laughs> 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 it's either a legendary New York movie that every kid. Has a, had a, you had, not anymore, had like a, a Serpico poster on their wall. At least in movies they would. There'd always be some like kid whatever. Didn't, 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 uh, John Travolta have a Serpico poster on his wall in Saturday Night Fever? Oh, did he? That would be shitty. He might've. Yeah, you be right. Yeah. I had him on VHS. Like you'd picture him going to like, uh, you picture him at the mall going to, uh, Spencer's Gifts and he's like,
1: I want you got any uh you got a Serpico poster? You got any posters in Serpico?
5: <laughs> it's so funny to think that his character in Saturday Night Fever idolized a whistleblowing.
0: <laughs> yeah. <he's> like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he was a big fa- he's a big fan of of whistleblowers. Yeah, he's like I like two things.
1: Disco (laughs) and justice. I like, yeah, two things. uh, I like internal investigations at the police, with uh, the police department, internal investigations for corruption (laughs) inside the force and dancing.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I love the hustle
1: and not getting (laughs) hustled. Yes, that's exactly it.
0: The hustle and the not hustle.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Now, are you since how pleasant it is to to also dial into a show and have a phone conversation with someone as opposed to having to because I'm in pajamas right now, like, as opposed to having to. I don't know if you're doing zooms because you know, not
0: really. Okay. Oh no, I'm into it so much. Uh, to not have to see you, no offense to, yeah, I would love to see you, but to not see, not have people see me is what I'm saying, (laughs) right? Exactly. Now, the, the, the movie industry has more or less collapsed, uh, since of, since March, which I feel leaves a wide path for one of the final movies that aired in theaters in 2020 and the Oscar nominations are coming up soon. Is there any chance the Impractical Jokers movie gets nominated for Oscars.
5: There is absolutely no chance, is what my <laughs> kid tells me. But for shits and giggles, we mm-hmm. there was only like a hundred movies, so yeah. like all the mailers went out, and I have people, friends, and 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 all the guilds sending me screenshots of them checking the box for us mm mm-hmm. they, they were always if it was every year
0: Tom. <laughs> oh my, could you imagine if for some reason the ballots came in so light, and your friends and people who enjoyed the movie also not just your friends but people who were fans of it and saw it in a the theater and suddenly that might what if that was the worst thing that happened to you guys because now all of a sudden what if what if one of you got nominated for best actor? <laughs> oh God. Imagine imagine what it would do to the group if Murr got nominated for Best Actor. Oh, and none of the and the other three of you didn't.
9: That would be amazing. That would be yeah. amazing. It so would, would
5: change the chemistry of everything. Oh no, man, I couldn't he would be too I mean he'd be
0: an Academy Award winning actor. I don't keep time with those types. What if he won? And the winner, the not, and the award for best actor goes to James Murray in Practical Joker's movie. And he gets up there and what if he doesn't even thank you guys?
5: That would be the best possible scenario.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He thanks his agent.
5: (laughs) Would be the most funny, memorable thing I could imagine.
0: Yeah. That would be the greatest moment in movie history would be. Murr from Impractical Jokers winning best actor for the Impractical Jokers movie and completely blowing off the Impractical Jokers in his acceptance speech.
5: I'll go a step further. I will, I would beg him to do that if you want. I think that's so funny. Here's my pledge to you. If by some crazy chain of events, something happens. I mean, you know, we've had a lot of ballot stuff happening this year. (laughs) It, If something happens where I am accepting an award for best actor, I think that we should write the, I will, I would love to have you as a partner to help me write the acceptance speech. And, and I would, I will go off, off the, off, off the reservation with it. We could, we could, we could really do whatever you
0: like. And I promise oh, that's what I'll do. Oh, be. please. I would do that inside. But the thing is, if you won, if somebody would won an award, it would have to just be a punishment on an episode of the show. To go up and read what the other three wrote, we would be missing an opportunity if we didn't do that, right? We should get yeah. that, David, for sweep Yeah, the ultimate, the ultimate punishment would be to have to be <laughs> at, at a major awards show and read a, a thank yous that you did not write. So, Sal Volcano, you also have eight podcasts. Now, you turn around, suddenly you are responsible for 4% of the podcasts <laughs> in existence. You have your name on. <clears throat> what, tell me, tell Tell everybody about these podcasts you have.
5: Sure, sure. Um, yeah, well, you know, it came out of, I was, I had a podcast years ago. I think Q and I started in like 2012 or 2013, Q mm-hmm. being Brian Quinn from my show. We did a podcast called What's
0: Not Q, not Q, the head of QAnon. You did not, you did not do a podcast. Oh, is is he rethinking that nickname now? You know, that's so so funny. Yeah. All of a sudden his nickname is not too, uh, not Not so much, not fun, not as fun as it might have been. Yeah. I should stop queuing on. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you guys did a podcast. Called what was it called? What say you? Yeah, what say you? It was yeah. stuff, and the shit and stuff. But uh, we kinda, it
5: kind of it was it was a lot of fun. But we, our schedules got tough, and it went away. So I don't have that one anymore. But for the last couple of years, I've been meaning to start one up. And then you know, being home and everything, I kind of was like, yeah, this is the right time. I have a lot of time to myself. I want to do something uh, just completely autonomous that is just like out of my home with zero influence from anywhere else and. I also want to have work and, and be able to do something that can't get like, you know, cancel. When I say cancel, I don't mean canceled in the cancel culture way, but just, yes. like, just something that I control when it begins and ends and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I started, um, two podcasts with two friends and, uh, one's called taste buds. And I do it with my buddy, Joe Rosa, And it's, it's, <laughs> it was something that we we've been doing for years and we were just like, this
0: is fun. Uh, this is escapism podcasting, Tom. We're not co-edgy
5: oh. over here. No, but
0: you, but you take it, it might as well, you might as well be debating, uh, uh like, uh, a, a court case the way you're, the way you guys are going at it.
5: We debate basically, we put powerhouse foods against each other and we debate them with vim and vigor and, uh, for, a, for a good 30, 40 minutes. And at the beginning of the, Podcast, we put up a poll on Twitter right now, and then we will say like something like Oreo versus Chips Ahoy, or you know, uh, lasagna versus chicken parmesan, or you know, what have you, uh, anything and everything, je- je- jelly donut versus Boston, and we. sides. Uh, go ahead, sorry. I mean, really, we, they're knockdown arguments. They're, they're knockdown, out arguments, but they're just over food.
0: And uh, yeah. and yeah, g- give me g- give me one give me one. And let me see where I would land on it.
5: Okay. Uh, let's see. We've recorded like 20 episodes so far. I'm going to pull up the episode list right here. So where would you land on? Okay. These are, this is, this was a big fight a couple of weeks ago. Uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich versus a grilled
0: cheese sandwich. I mean, that's so hard. It's like apples and oranges. I guess I would always go with a grilled cheese sandwich. Really? I like, I like grilled cheese sandwiches a lot. I do like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches too. It's a, a, that's a coin flip for me. Well, that's, that's kind of where, that's where, what makes a good episode.
5: We kind of try to get in there where people Mm. have really strong opinions about something or they're so close and you have to, to and you have to break it down. Yeah. You kind of like coax a debate out of people because if they, if it is a toss up, you really get them thinking, you know? Yeah.
0: I, I guess I would say, look, peanut butter and jelly feel so much more limited. A grilled cheese sandwich could, you could have soup with it. And it's, that's fun. Okay. Everybody likes soup. I do that, but we were, were really arguing the merits of the sandwiches on their own tongue. Sure. Okay. Well, then I, then I, then, I'm then have an I'm with my peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Look, I, it's. I, I now I I truly get it now. Now I actually I'm actually upset by this. I went I went from thinking it was just like, oh they argue about their dumb stuff and now I'm legitimately torn about how I feel about this. But Oreo versus Chips Ahoy, I mean it's like if you're talking like a standard Oreo over a Chips, I would go with an Oreo over a Chips Ahoy as would I I don't understand who would go with a Chips Ahoy these days. Oh, a weirdo that? Joe DeRosa, I guess, clearly would. What Joe about DeRosa Chewy Chips, Chips, Ahoy? Chips Ahoy? Chewy Chips Ahoy, Pat, you're saying? That yeah. just feels like, then I might as well go with, I would counter that with double stuff.
10: No, Okay, fair point.
0: Yeah,
5: if you want to bring in the full product line, Pat, you're really going to open a can of worms, and it's fine. Sometimes during the debate, we allow the breadth of the product line and sometimes we just want to specify that it's the original going head to head with the original. Mm-hmm. There are yeah. many facets to the argument. You know, sometimes we go product specific, like we'll do Doritos versus combos. But a lot of times we go generic, like everything bagel versus cinnamon raisin bagel, mm-hmm. or ice cream sandwich versus Chipwich, or pancakes versus waffles, and so on and so forth.
0: Now, why don't they? Um... Why don't people and I mean I guess the answer would be if you go you just go to a bagel place and you pick out which bagels you want. If you went to like the supermarket for example and you and they had like bagels and like they don't sell like combo packs ever. Like why if they're going to sell 6 bagels it's like I don't want 6 cinnamon raisin bagels. I would yeah, want like package. two poppy two two something else and then maybe two cinnamon raisin or some kind of sweet bagel on the way out. But I can't, what am I supposed to do with six of those things?
5: You're not supposed to do anything. You have a legitimate right. I I agree with you. That's why I only go to bagel stores. Yeah. Now you you ever, you ever do a phenomenon when you were like, maybe I know when I was a kid, sometimes my mom had a cookie jar and sometimes she used to co-mingle cookies in that thing. And I swear to you that if they were in there for a while with a closed top, when I took out one cookie, it would have the taste profile of another cookie. Oh,
0: you're you're completely right. They got, first of all, the whole thing would get ruined by some dumb cookie getting thrown in would be like, would ruin every, all the other cookies. Like some weird gritty, some weird gritty like vanilla Oreo would get all over everything. And now you got vanilla Oreo dust hanging all over all the cookies. Or Nilla wafer dust would be the, the real offender. Oh, yeah. Nilla would come in there and, and sprinkle its nilla everywhere. Yeah, and then they get soft prematurely, and next thing you know, you just deal with a jar of stale cookies.
5: Yes, that's exactly right. They do get soft, especially when you co-mingle them. They get all, like,
0: just flaky. I don't know yeah. what it is. Sometimes, like, a cookie gets soft, and it's... It's a, it's gross and then sometimes a the cookie gets real dry out, dried out. And it's like, man, eh, it's still all right. It's a weird phenomenon. Yeah. 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 But we, this podcast, this yeah. is, this is now you, now I'm hooked and taste buds. Taste buds. Yeah. We do yeah, and
5: then... versus lemonade, egg salad versus tuna salad. It's fun. It's like an easy. Like it's a, we argue for like a half hour. It's like, just, you know, take your mind off stuff. A few laughs. It's been received really well. People, what I found is we, we so we recorded, I, I didn't want to like have to promote two separate places to go for the podcast. The other podcast is called Hey Babe.
6: Mm-hmm. Uh,
5: and it's with another comic named Chris Stefano. And that one is much more free form. But yeah. we were like, I, I didn't want to tell people like, go here for this, go here for that. So what we ended up doing was just putting them both in one destination, at least on YouTube. We made a channel called No Press we just tell people go to no fresh cause we were going to do other projects and everything. So we're like mm-hmm. go to there, it has both things. And, uh, and yeah, so we just kind of did it that way.
0: Um, and it's, I don't know that it's been so much fun. It's been, no, that that's awesome. And please tell me you would pick tuna over egg salad. <sighs> you put me oh, in the
5: no. I don't ever want to let you down. I don't ever want to let you down, but I feel that I'm much more weary of tuna salad than I am egg salad at any given moment. A good tuna salad is good, but a bad tuna salad could could pull me away from tuna for life. I feel like they're both there's both a mayonnaise component, which is a very polarizing ingredient. Yeah, and I don't know. People are adverse to eggs, and people are adverse to tuna. So this was a very controversial episode,
0: as it was. A lot of people were like, "This is the first time I hate both." But, Look, a bad a bad tuna salad will will turn you off from tuna. A bad egg salad will put you in the hospital. Don't you think a bad tuna will put you in the hospital too? I just picture like a egg salad sitting out in a picnic all day. It's all I picture getting sweaty.
6: I wanna, makes me want
0: to throw up. Yeah, we could discuss the merits of. <laughs> the food being left out all day in the sun. <laughs> yeah, well that's true. I guess I'm, I guess I'm assigning some pretty, uh, severe conditions to the, look, they're, they're both, it's a disaster if either of them is sitting out in the sun. <laughs> to be fair, you're right. It's not like, mmm, this tuna tastes a little better when it sits out all afternoon. <laughs> so. I like,
5: you don't like egg salad at all? Cause I don't, I really do like it when it's not, overly creamy.
0: That's gross. I could, I would have egg salad occasionally if it made sense At like a like I'm, I wouldn't mind in the right circumstances a deviled egg. Okay, yeah. But I can't, but I, the I've, you ever go through the grocery store, even like a even like a fancy grocery store and they have like deviled eggs pre-made and you're just like, yeah, I would never order that in a million years. I'd never pick that up at a grocery store. Even like a like a gourmet place, it would be like, I don't trust it.
5: You can't because it's one of those things that even after like a half hour, it gets this weird <laughs> like coating over it.
0: Yeah. Like a weird filmy kind of Yes. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um now Sal, you also I have an idea for a show and you just, you guys have the huge deal that you back the money truck up to hand everything to the tenderloins. Now here's the idea for the show. We need, we need an angel on this. It's called Staten Island garbage rats. And <laughs> I think I've heard of this one for a long time. <laughs> oh, it's been around for a long time. I've been waiting for somebody to get a deal that could bring this to life. Off the shelf? We're dusting this one off. We shoot it. It's me, Jason and Pat and Mike from the show and then maybe a couple other people and we pick through a garbage dump on Staten Island. Like you how about this? You roll up at the beginning of every episode, you're like, "Hey, garbage rats. Here's uh I need you to find me a panini maker. See how many panini makers you can find me." And then we start just digging through the trash of like Arthur Kill or whatever the best garbage dump is out there on Staten Island. And then it's just us in the, us in the, in the filth trying to pull together whatever challenge you put in front of us. Like, and then, and then you come back and you total up what we, what we found.
5: Okay. Okay. I have questions. Sure. Okay, so it's the four of you. The dump has been closed down, but I'm sure we still have garbage deposits.
0: Even more of a challenge. Thank you, Pat. Yeah, Yeah. look, then we'll go get, we'll go get an old scooper dig. You scoop two, you scoop two layers out and you're hitting old bicycles on that hill on Staten Island. Okay.
5: So it's the four of you. Are you on diff,
0: are you all independently against each other? Are you on teams? Are you working together? Teams of two. Teams of two, like Pat said. And so Pat, deeply, Pat Pat's team. enthusiastic about this. I like this.
5: Yes. I, I believe me. You, I, I will ask you a million questions. We'll get to the bottom and we'll see if this is viable. Okay. Are you constantly against the same two people against the same two people are you switching it up weekly I,
10: I think that it'll 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 bracket off so that the the w- there's a point system and whoever in the teams of two even within the teams had the highest points that means that the following week the the highest scores team up against the lowest
0: scores so you so the teammates could change could alternate well well what about this pat and sal or, I want to talk, show respect to our EP on this, of course, Sal Volcano. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what if we have, what if it's the four of us and then uh, cele- two celebrities each week, like we bring in like, Excuse then me. suddenly it's like, oh, now we've got uh, right. you know, right. Kyle That's McLaughlin is right. digging through the, Kyle McLaughlin's looking for uh, uh, he he's he's fishing through looking for to see if he can find like a a, a a dictionary or an encyclopedia set. Panini press. Sarah McLaughlin or
5: Kyle McLaughlin.
0: What if we do Sarah versus Kyle opening <laughs> episode?
5: I like. Okay, now I like this. Now, now it's McLaughlin versus McLaughlin on either on either side.
10: Yeah. I also think Sal should actually roll up in the beginning of every episode on a motorcycle mm-hmm. or like a really cool car, um, and actually toss us from a distance, um, like a Manila. Um, folder or something oh. like that and we actually have to and, and you know you you basically give us a clue like if, if it's a blender as tom said you know it's like uh it's like uh hope you guys can mix this episode together and we're like what what and you and you, you know ride off and then we have to open the envelope frantically put together the clues just to figure out what we're digging for and then the and then the clock
3: starts what if that's the opening challenge, kind of like on Top Chef, how they have that quick fire challenge? So quick we fire have the yeah. like exactly. a quick trash challenge, and quick then get trash. to the mm-hmm. the real one.
5: Okay, so what would the, what what function would the quick trash challenge serve to get to the opening one? What would you win by winning the quick trash challenge?
0: You might have an advantage. You'd have an advantage in terms of um in terms of what sector of the garbage dump you can work from, maybe.
5: Yeah. sector? <laughs> okay. So, so, got it. So now, and then, w- w- would I confirm for you? Like, what if you read it and you're like, oh, mix it up? And then mm-hmm. you go for a mixer and not a blender. Do I, do I, do I tell you this? Or are you just
0: looking for something completely in vain? And then Tom's going for the, you never had a shot. Well, I think you're watching, we'll just do something where you're watching from like a monitor that, and, Look, you'll shoot all this stuff in a block. We're asking for two days of shooting for you. We're gonna, we're gonna shoot you out so fast on this thing, Sal. Your, Your head's gonna spin. All you gotta do is bring a bunch of changes of clothes to set. That way when you roll up and you're like, good afternoon, garbage rats, you're wearing like a different outfit each time. Sal, bring five jackets. That's it. Just five jackets. Five jackets. Tip them up over the. You have the same T-shirt on underneath.
5: Yeah, these are the tricks I do on the show now. Oh uh, yeah,
0: I watch. I see the tricks you're doing.
5: <laughs> okay, what are you, what are you ultimately playing for here? What is it, what is the play? Are you playing for money for yourselves? Are you playing for bragging Rights Weekly? What happens? How long are we watching you just aimlessly search through garbage? Is it the full twenty two minutes? Well, what if,
0: well, 22 is a little limiting. I was hoping this, each episode would be three hours long. Uh, okay. but. you want to groundbreaking. It's, it's event TV. television. Yes. Now I would think the losers have to sleep in the dump for the night. And, and like, the winner gets be... off of Staten Island. This
5: is, this, I was not prepared for there to be this many moving parts.
0: I think I need you guys to make a show Bible first. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Went, this went from you thinking we were going to throw one sentence at you that was the title and you're going to go, haha, to just being like, hey, simplify this way too. What happened to my chimp? Oh, that's right. Mike had, Michael has a chimp also. Yeah, named Cuddles. Cuddles. I forgot about the chimp.
5: Well and, if, if
0: Kyle McLaughlin's gonna be okay with that. Yeah. Kyle McLaughlin we we're just like <clears throat> we got bad news. The chimp mauled Kyle McLaughlin. Cuddles Cuddles attacked Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin on hand to do the charity song for it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She'll sing she'll sing that. Was that, is that her going
1: in the arms of an <laughs> yeah.
0: angel, right? Yes. In the arms of a garbage rat, really. In the arms of a garbage rat. And the thing, whenever that commercial comes on, by the way, I would be like, I already donate money to animal shelters. Why do I have to see this? Why am I not exempt from this commercial?
5: Can I ask you guys, if I could just summarize what we have so far, Uh so Random teams are selected to face each other in a garbage hunt that's three hours long. (laughs) Al McLaughlin and Sarah (laughs) McLaughlin will join and be assigned to respective teams. On the pilot. Mike has a chimp that will also be helping. I speed up in a motorcycle or some type of cool car. I'll have a change of clothes, try a jacket. I'll then give you some haphazard clue that will have a hint on what you're searching for, for the quick trash challenge. Uh-huh. I believe you stick to your own devices while I watch from monitors somewhere on the property. Yeah. When one of you pulls the proper quick trash challenge, that will give you some sort of leg up in the following two-hour and 40-minute garbage hunt. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. We'll set you up at the most- Pastisseria Bruno. You'll be sitting there. I love when you give me Staten Island
10: references. I, You'll be sitting I also, there. I also think it would be great if Sal was clearly like his his green room situation. Whenever it cuts to that camera, is clearly getting better and better, and we are just getting more and more covered in garbage.
0: It's clear the money is like, and just partway through the season, we start to question the budgeting of the the show and where the where the money's being allocated. <laughs> we started to realize, man, this, I think this Sal's taking us for a ride on this thing. Well, let like, me ask you,
6: guys,
5: what, how much do you think, what are we budgeting per episode here? What do you think our overhead is? I would love you guys to have, like, cool, like, varsity-style jackets that, say, the garbage rats on them. Maybe a yeah. like, blue team, something like that. we got yeah. a brand.
0: Yeah, I, I would like that so that we could put that in the budget. What if, what if you're just like, guys, I tried to get you the jackets. The money just isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> For the jacket, I, I, look, I moved, I, I tried to move heaven and earth. I was screaming at them. I'm telling you, I was screaming at them. I was like, if they don't have the jackets, I, we can't do it, but. They're really just digging their heels in on it. They really are fighting the jackets.
5: Imagine that was the only thing holding
0: the show up. (laughs) The four jackets. Well, a chimp-sized jacket also. I would hope Cuddles would be wearing.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, guys.
0: And it would be the kind of thing where, like, you'll get involved, and then suddenly they'd be like... I'm going to go back to the Taco Bell. I'm going to go back to the, the Taco Bell viewing center. Like it just product names everywhere you turn on the thing. Right. The Quicken Loans view. Quicken Loans. The Jamba Juice video village. Yeah. You're, I'm going back. I'm going to get back on my, yeah, you'll be like, uh, I'm going to go get back on my, uh, my GameStop. Dirt bike and ride back to the quick and loans vill- video village and have an ice cold sprite. This
5: might be the only way that we get see even off the ground corporate sponsorship. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just so unorthodox. Five, three hour episodes is tough.
3: But then there will also be those, those times like you love in any reality show where something goes wrong and producers have to run out and it gets really serious. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, one of us would get stabbed by like an old knife or a, you know, garden tool. Yeah, think,
0: think know, no tetanus shots. Nothing. No tetanus shots would be like, and then it'll be like <clears throat> on yeah. a special episode of Staten Island Garbage Rats, the Garbage Rats say goodbye to a good an old friend, <laughs> and you just see a chopper <laughs> airlifting air one of us out of the. <laughs> out of the it's one of just, the, it's, a, it, it's a big drone. <laughs> it's not yeah, even- a giant, a giant oh. drone. The garbage rats say goodbye to one of their own.
4: And, uh, yeah. Maybe we we could have a guest star distributing tetanus shots. I
10: yeah. Earn points to get a tennis shot. Ooh, that's nice. Instead of a lightning round, you could have like a tetanus round.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what, like, what if an episode came down to where it's like, you're like, I want you guys to make a a five course meal out of things at the, at the dump. Like you need to find cooking supplies and food at Uh the dump and then cook a meal. The two teams have to cook their competing five course dinners.
4: And we have to bring this to Danino's and then, you know, there'll be conflict with the Danino's staff when we bring this garbage into their kitchen.
0: I don't like them, but what's what's Daninos. What yeah? What's what's ideal deal with Daninos? Sound knows Daninos.
5: I do. I love them, but I'm thinking big picture. I think if we get this to where we need to be, Daninos need us. We don't need Daninos.
0: There you go. Exactly. <laughs>
5: um, Sorry, I am having a hard time wondering why you guys would want to do this. It's just 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 like. You know, competitive fun, like I, I, cause I,
0: I want you to want to be there because that'll translate onto the screen. Well, I was hoping the opening thing would say like, warning, for example, that's, what if it's just like, there's a show about four, four guys just busting each other's chops in, in America's biggest garbage dump. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. <laughs> now I'm hoping you'll walk this into HBO Max. You know what? Um, we have we have all these pitches
5: coming up, scheduled. Oh my god! For the I wish you were here in New York Tom, because, like, I would, I would, I, I feel like I really would <laughs> for the sake of this bit and your show and fun. And just uh-huh. my favorite thing is committing to a joke. is no, I. It, the level of commitment that a joke takes, the higher it is, the the yeah. more I, I hold that joke in high esteem. I would I would have you meet me, and and I would I don't care. I would I would waste their time and I would pitch this and have them look at us <laughs> like we're absolutely crazy because they're going to do that to like ninety nine percent of the ideas anyway.
0: Yeah, what if the worst nightmare was it went and they're just like, <laughs> and they're like, hey guys, we're only going to go with one of your ideas, the garbage the garbage dump one. And then you're like, that one wasn't real. Like you're thinking to yourself, that's not a real idea. Oh no. We really like the garbage dump one. Fast forward to season 11. (laughs) Yeah. Which is really garbage
5: in our sixties.
0: Yeah. And then true TV is literally just alternating episodes of Impractical Jokers and Staten Island Garbage Rats. And then, then we'd have a show, uh, We'd get, uh, JC, uh, Chazé to host our after show. <laughs> right? Garbage, garbage rats, at, like after the dump. I do feel like Stat Island
5: Garbage Rats really does have a ring to it. For some reason it's endearing to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think you might have blown the doors off. I think you might have opened the, the idea up a little when you said that Oh, maybe it's just the next week. It's us. What did you say? Cooking. Like maybe it's not every week. You're not just going to look for a blender for three hours. Maybe it's just you know the garbage rats are there. The garbage dump is there. But every mm-hmm. week there's some type of new journey you guys take and you learn new things about yourselves.
0: Well, that sounds good. It'd be like if you dump the you drop the comic book guys into a garbage dump.
7: Right, exactly.
5: Yeah, I'm just, let's just take different ideas that are right. and put them on top of a heaping mountain, a garbage dump that you can see from out of space.
0: Okay, and and Sal, I'm just going to say this: the other three guys can't hear me now. It's they they are. uh I don't want to say expendable, um, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not married to any of them being on this. If that's if that's a make or break thing, so we okay. can always swap. I, I, I me being involved is important, and I guess the chimp also. Those are the two elements. I think those are the those are the two that are are uh, those are non starters if those went away. So, but beyond that, everything's up for discussion.
5: Can I make one suggestion? I'd like to bring you guys into the meeting as the Staten Island sewer rats. Like a preformed thing. Like, that's already your identity. We we
0: act like this has been happening for a while.
5: I like, yeah, I like, you guys are like a social club, whatever. You're a, you're a ragtag group of guys, great guys, that pal around. You don't really care where, as long as it's in and around refuse. And, you know, you you got a club, you got matching jackets, and, uh, you know, whatever happens, happens, and, you know, it's gonna be three hours at a clip.
10: Why don't we, why don't we start an Instagram and buy 10k followers so that we, we walk in seeming that we already
0: have some sort of established, yeah. Family. Now we'll, we'll, that's a good, that's a plan. All right. I mean, this I is, this absolutely. is, I feel, I feel good about this.
5: I love that. I, you should start a little bit of a little uh, guerrilla campaign for you yeah. guys right now as the identity of, stand on garbage rats maybe get yourself a logo i'm sure there's a talented listener out there that mm-hmm. if you haven't done it already
0: no it's yeah. great exposure yeah no we can't pay anybody but you get you get a great exposure that's always the <laughs> great exposure yeah that's the the greatest thing it's just like everybody's going to see this and oh i get paid every week yeah, we're going to make money but you're not that is always the great moment where it's just like hey you you get a paycheck every week, right? It's like, oh yeah, no i I wouldn't do any of this if I wasn't getting paid weekly. But you're the you're the one taking a flyer on everything. Well, look, Sal.
5: I could see myself walking in there and going, "You guys are not going to believe who I got right now.
0: Who's yeah,
6: about yeah.
5: to come in here? You know, you just are like, I have behind that door right now, ready to walk in and pitch to you. Mm-hmm. I got him." It's the Staten Island garbage rats. Yeah, and you guys like come in like four four Fonzie's.
0: That'd be the greatest. And the other part is that you know there'd be one person in the meeting going like, "Oh, I I know these guys, Staten Island garbage rats," and then you'd go like, "You have no idea what you're talking about. We made all this up." <laughs> <That's a whole laughs> up yeah, the one person trying to act like, "Oh, I know who these guys are. This is cool." Yeah, yeah. Well, Sal, I know you're busy. I know you got stuff to get back to.
5: Tom, I'm in my pajamas and
0: uh I'm going to go to bed. But yes. Good. Well, look, I I love first of all, I love you. I love I love you. Everything you do. You're one of the funniest guys going and I'm so excited you have I'm so excited that the the show is coming back. Yes. And I will see you, uh, at a home, ba- at a, uh, a, a home base. We'll figure out where, uh, where, where, uh, base camp is and it will, uh, I'll see you out by the trailers for Staten Island garbage rats. And you just picture when you're driving on Staten Island, you see a sign that's yellow with black lettering that t- tells you to guide you towards set and it just says rats and like it has an arrow. So make a right. Like when you're trying to find where, where, uh, where the production is located for the day.
5: So. I, I like all this. I like, I, I, when you guys come back here this way, if, and when let's mm-hmm. do like a fake, like, like one minute trailer
0: for it. Okay. gonna do it.
5: I'll bring it in.
0: We're going to do it. Well, Sal, it's you're awesome, a sweetheart.
5: I really do. I, I it's it was, This was, this was like the highlight of my, this is great. All you guys. Oh, I miss well, really you guys.
0: No, oh, you're awesome. I miss you too. Well, we will talk very soon. Right on. Thank you All guys for nice having me. Thanks, thanks, no. buddy.
4: Take care.
0: it. Okay. Bye. Man, that's it's, a that's a nice guy.
4: It's rats with a Z, right?
0: I don't know. Rats with a Z. No, yeah, no, I think
3: I think it's classic rats, Mike.
0: <laughs> There's something when Jason and Mike argue a thing. And I disagree with the last one who spoke. It's a funny situation when it's like, when Mike is like, Mike's like, it's rats with a Z, right? And I'm just like, oh, would you stop talking. It's not rats with a Z. It's with an S. And then Jason's like, I think it's rats, classic rats with an S. I'm just like, oh, what's this guy talking about? Will he please? I'm just like.
4: So I got the
0: win. What's that? I got the win? You got the win cuz he Jason spoke last.
3: <laughs> so that I'm never going to open my mouth.
0: Or you go first? You got to hurry. Yeah, I got to hurry. It's going to be a rush. Everybody's going to be <laughs> screaming over each other.
3: I just nah, secured look. Staten Island Garbage Rats on Instagram, guys. So go ahead right. and follow everyone.
0: Classic Rats or it's classic rats. Okay. Sorry, that's Mike. why, that's why Jason was defending it so much. Cause he, he holds, well, somebody's going to go grab the one with the Z. You better hurry up and get I that one. Grab too that
3: too, huh? Probably, probably park both.
0: Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I love Sal. He's such a sweetheart. He's so funny. So tonight's topic is. So what is blank doing right now? And the whole point of this is that you call up and you say, what is Chuck Scarborough up to right now? Uh, New York news anchor, Chuck Scarborough, and we'll figure out what he's doing. What is. What is, uh, uh Nick, Nicholas Cage doing this moment? And we'll just talk about it. Or you talk about whatever you want. We're having a good time tonight. Two zero one three three two three four
10: eight four is the number. Any calls, Pat? I got a good one
0: on three. Let's hear it, please. Besho, hi. Hi, it's uh, George calling from London. George calling from London. Yeah, we've, um, we spoke before a very long time ago, a couple of times.
1: Okay. Uh, in the old days. Well, welcome back, George. Oh, it's, uh, it's uh, uh, great to talk to you. Um, and, uh, yeah,
11: I, I had a couple of thoughts on the topic tonight. Um, one was uh, one's a retrospective in the guy, but he's passed away. But I wonder when we're going to hear more about him in, in retrospectively. And the other one is someone who is alive, who's been bringing me a lot of joy during lockdown over the last year. Once in a while, um, and um, the, the first the person who's alive is Lisa Lohied, um the uh, Canadian singer who still, um "Run with Us." Uh, which is uh, a very definitive sort of eighties theme, and it was just always as in the last year or so. Occasionally, I put the music video on. It's a very eighties music video, but just a really nice, positive, joyous. Uh,
0: uh, I don't with, know. I don't know, Lisa. What is what is her name? Uh, so it's Lisa then and um,
11: she did the theme for the Canadian cartoon, the Ratoons. Um, that. Uh, it was like the theme it was the theme for the show and um, it went for I think it was like seven years like sort of mid 80s to early what, what
0: series was that?
11: Uh, the, the Raccoons um, like Cyril Smear and it was like a it was a very kind of distinct one of those kind of set-in morning TV shows Um and the the music video for it is very—it's sort of definitive '80s. Just a lot of things going on there, and it's—but it's just a really nice, upbeat, positive anthem. I think it's, I think the song "Run With Us" has been covered quite a few times by a few people as well.
0: Um, I don't know the raccoons that—that that did not—that was not an American thing, as far as at least where I was living.
11: Yes, we we got a lot of we got a lot of imports from like. Um, the U.S. and Canada, in, in the U.K. Um, uh, so I suppose, yeah, it's it's a strange one. Um, I mean, it's I mean, I, I recommend checking out the uh, it, uh, for uh for pure kind of well, I say nostalgia, but it's like um, it, it makes me feel nostalgic for that time purely on the basis of how eighties it actually is. The music video, it's, it's on uh, YouTube. I definitely recommend checking it out. But it's just like a nice, just ridiculous, upbeat. Um, kind of pop song from the time and um, yeah Um, but um, but the other one was um, just someone who I've been thinking a lot about recently who passed away I think back in 2019 but it's one of those guys who had such a big career and he hasn't like there's no book about him there's no documentary Ken Nordin
0: Okay. Well, I would say what's Ken Nordine doing right now is not uh, a whole lot. This I don't true. know. Um, He's no longer with us. And Lisa Loheen, I think she's probably watching uh, watching an episode of The Raccoons.
11: I do wonder. Um, yeah, it's kind of like it, it's it's sort of yeah a lot of I suppose it's I suppose both my choices are kind of very retrospective in in that respect. I mean, I did have one more which is Russ Tamblin, but um uh he's uh he he's he's vaguely uh vaguely active on Twitter and um is kind of a joy every week he kinda of posts uh he posts something on Twitter about like he just says let it rip like lets everyone ask a question about his career and um that's that's a nice thing to see as well I suppose but um
0: I think right now Ru- Russ Tamla is probably looking on eBay seeing if he can find, uh, uh, uh a set of, uh, vintage, uh, Corning Yeah. Yeah.
6: He's, he's,
11: um, he's, uh, he, he always sort of seems to, um, uh, put out a message saying the moon is strange tonight. Um, ask me a question. It's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a very, uh, sort of coded, <laughs> strange coded message. It seems, sounds pretty, um, uh, peaceful, I suppose,
0: but, um. Now let me ask you yeah. something. When you were growing up in England, right? What was an, what was a thing that would, that came over, there was an import that hit your shores from America that you were like, it made you think something about the USA that you realized later was a complete myth. Oh, that's a great question. Um Yeah, that's why I asked it. <laughs> um I mean, think I'm going to ask some bad question. Come on. Really? Come on. Uh, come on, George. It's Tom. We used
11: to get we used to get a ton of shows um on Channel 4. It was always for me it was always like something that would come up like Channel 4, which is when we had literally only four TV, TV channels um back in like the early 90s. And... I think my first exposure to an American sitcom, because that was kind of like what I grew up on, like when I was like six, seven years old, was *Herman's Head*. Um, And that that kind of seemed like the big thing at the time. But obviously, kind of, it's not something you hear about anymore. It's not something that's out on DVD or anything. And um, that was double built with *Kids in the Hall*, which did stick with me a lot longer. But I know that's not, I know that's Canadian, but. But like in terms of U.S., like
0: my first kind of thing was like, yeah, um, Herman's night. head. Herman's head was your exposure to the United States. Yeah, six six years old, six seven. And years. Then, this was Herman's head was a show uh, that that basically, I mean, the title kind of says it all. It took place in the guy named Herman's head, and everybody in the in his head was a little was like, ah, we're all arguing over stuff. Is that right? Is that what it was like?
11: That's, that's the one. Yeah. It was like, and every time he had a crisis, like four people would appear who
0: were in his head, I think. And they, yeah, they would debate actions and whatnot. If I remember correctly.
11: Yeah. Yeah. And I I think many years later it was only triggered by like a Mr. Show sketch, like years later that they kind of had a similar thing to it. And that kind of suddenly brought everything back. Um, but yeah, that was, that was the first one. And also Teen Angel with Jason
0: Priestley. That and was you had some, We were getting some weird shows were telling a different story about America. Those were shows that we wanted nothing to do with here. And they're getting sent over. You think it's the cream of the crop.
11: Yeah, they, they send them all over here because no one wanted them
0: over there, I guess. Um, I well, the, the, yeah, we're hoping you would, they'd be your, they're your problem now. What, um. Yeah. Who's the funniest, who's the funniest person, uh, in England, George? At the moment, uh, ooh. um,
11: it, uh, living, it's, you know what, it's, it's really hard to say. We really limited on, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, in, in recent years, like really limited on like good, like solid sitcoms and like comedy shows over here, just in the last, because we rely a lot on panel shows really. Like there's not, it. You, you tend to get a lot of like panel shows where like comedians prop up on the circuit, but they don't, they don't like go any further, like they don't appear in like a long-standing
0: show or, oh, Um great question, uh, yep, yeah, again, great question, sorry, I'm nervous. Uh, don't worry George, you're doing great. Alright, well don't worry about that, let me ask you a question. You watch the, these British, uh, these British, uh, cooking competition shows, right? Everybody there's, Forced to watch all those shows, right? Oh, the, the bake-offs and yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the fascination? Why, why, why the awful ingredients and in everything in every kind of dessert over there? Why what's the rush? It's like, oh, we're making a little cake and then it's going to have, uh, parsnips and orange in it mixed with chocolate and, and, uh, uh, turmeric. Like. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I think. you can't just make a nice cho- uh, nice uh, uh chocolate cake.
11: Yeah. I I I'm, I'm, i I'm I completely agree. I I mean I I uh I mean I think that I mean the most appeal I mean I, I've never really got the appeal of like the baking shows here. It's bizarre to me. Um I mean I think the most interest I had was when they bought like people like John Lisko John Lisko came over and did like the Bake Off, and that was that was like basically interesting because you know you might maybe do a bit from um, I was going to say Ferry Rock. I mean Thirty Rock from the sun. Uh although he was in that as well with the, uh, at one point. But um, but yeah, the um, I, I I know I don't get it. It's like they seem to want to experiment with everything. Um, I mean, like when Big Brother started over here, I it was like an experiment, and it's the same with cooking shows. Now it's just like exploitation. See how far we can go, and like. Mix the strangest things to get
1: the best reactions or
0: the worst reactions, I guess. Not not unlike the way you thought, uh, you thought America was nothing but episodes of Herman's head and teen angel. I watch these shows and I think there must be this, this country must be operating off of an, an economy based on gingerbread. Yeah. I've never seen more gingerbread based, uh, solutions to everything than on that show. They hopped up on gingerbread. Yeah.
11: They, uh, I mean, and they, how many cakes are there? I mean, like mix things up a bit, you know, make different breads or something. Try, you know, like, yeah, The, the, the cakes, the cakes they do, it's, I, I don't understand why it's always about cakes. I mean, I know it's a bake off, but baking doesn't have to be applied purely for
0: cakes. And well, gingerbread... Look, it could just be cakes. It could be cakes all the live long day. What's the why, why does everything have to be gingerbread? I think.
11: I mean, it, I mean, our cuisine isn't isn't particularly popular all around, So I think I think they must have just like found something that and stuck to it. Unfortunately,
0: when's the last time you had gingerbread? I. I, for me, it's a seasonal
11: thing. And even though like, I don't think I had it last year, but like gingerbread, I associate with, um, like gingerbread men for like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the, at the very best, I would maybe have it like once a year, like maybe to, like kind of, if you think warming and you think kind of like, like it's kind of, cause it's got that kind of little bit of a
0: kick and it's, yeah. I, you I, sound, I feel like I'm listening to Paul Hollywood up in this piece. Got a little kick to it.
1: Mm, it's good. Uh, it's for me. Good flavor. Yes. Good flavor. A little, nice little kick to it.
11: He's got his own, he's got his own bread, poor Hollywood. Um, you, you get, you can buy loaves of poor Hollywood bread now in, in the supermarkets here.
0: Mm, that sounds delicious.
11: Yeah. I, Hopefully it's, it's, it's just by, by name rather than like, oh, his you know, here's a
0: clip of hair or something attached to the bread. Or yeah, whatever. I would hope, I would hope it doesn't have any of his beard hair in it. Yes, you're right. I, yeah. I, I agree. Um, well, my friend, thank you for the call. You have a grand evening. Thanks, Tom. Pat, any other calls? You're on with line one. Best show. Hi. Hi, this
7: is Jonah. Ten out of ten.
0: That's right. How are you? Uh
7: I'm not, I'm doing better now, Tom, since I'm listening to the best show.
0: This was this was a caller who really brought the goods the last time you called. The last time they called they were on fire and made it happen. And now you're back again. Jonah. Ten out of ten I said to say the next time you called, just to Declare what you're all about. <laughs> What's going on, my friend? Well, Tom, first, I got a story to tell you. So, uh, I had a meeting
7: with my bot on Friday. It was a little bit of a contentious meeting. And can you guess which Winnie the Pooh character she compared me to?
0: Uh, Eeyore. You're absolutely correct. And well,
7: in my real life.
0: Were we talking to the same person? I don't think she's not in
7: showbiz, so I don't
0: think so. I don't know if this person's in showbiz either. They might work on a TV show, don't mean they're in showbiz. I'm not bringing a whole lot of entertainment. I look at the stuff this 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 uh this uh this uh, writer worked on. Yay 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 Not so hot, but I'm the one giving off an. In- Cause I had a meeting for people who are the uninitiated. I was telling the listeners a while ago, I had a meeting and, uh, the, uh, the potential showrunner, um, said, uh, to me that I was giving off an Eeyore vibe, which first of all is not accurate. I'm much closer to, uh, to, uh, what you call it, the tiger, Tigger the tiger, right? Mm-hmm. I'm closer to Tigger the type. Maybe you're more of an Eeyore. I don't know. I don't know, Jonah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fun sort. I ain't no Eeyore. And even if I was, you don't say that to somebody. Well, how did it feel? Didn't feel so good, did it? No,
7: it didn't feel good. I have, uh, you know, I've had, I have clinical diagnoses, so it's not fun to, you called that. It's a little stigmatizing, Tom. hmm
0: So what are you going to do? You're going to take you should take them to court for every, take them for everything
1: they got.
7: <laughs> I already, I, I have a mental health degree, so I sat down with her and kind of tried to explain to her mm-hmm. how that works and why not that would be the best thing to call somebody in a professional meeting. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And how did, how did that go over?
7: She actually listened to me and apologized. So oh, that's
0: nice. And was this, a, was this, a, this was a job interview or, or a meeting at work?
7: No, I had monthly meetings with my boss just to kind of check up what's going on, follow up on projects, stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not so cool. Get called Eeyore, give off an Eeyore vibe. I'm going to even that score. Who's, who on the staff, uh, best show staff is keeping track of the scores I got to settle. Who's keeping track? One of you is supposed to be keeping track. I'm guessing Mike knows. Yeah. Mike. Stat right. guy. Stat, write this down on the thing. Put just the initial J on it. I know who that is. Put JB and then put in parentheses E or vibe. <laughs> it's another score I got to settle. I got more scores going here than, uh, than, uh, the Gettysburg address. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I gotta, I gotta figure some of this stuff out. I got too many. Uh, look, I, I, I'm having a good time. I'm having a uh, grand old time, having fun, getting my work, getting my, my business done. But they say something like that. They say you're giving off an Eeyore vibe. It puts you right. It puts you right now. That makes you crawl up, curl up in a ball. Mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. That's what I did. E or vibe. How dare you. I've seen some of the things that this person's written. Not so hot. Not so hot. I'm the writer. I'm the bleeping writer of uh, Grown Ups Three. What the bleep has she ever written? I mean, I've seen some of the things. They're they're ones worse than the next. <laughs> Call me Eor vibe. I'll even that score, but I'll even it through my, through through positivity and through. Because you know what they say? Is that if you have a poison, I don't even know what it is. Poison something about poison. Maybe something about the band Poison, Every Rose Has Its Thorn. <laughs> every rose has its thorn. I love it. I love Poison. How many members of Poison can you name? I can name three. Brett Michaels, Ricky Rocket, and uh CC uh, C. DeVille. And you're leaving out Bobby Dahl. Yeah. Well, I'm not leaving him out. I just bl- i did, did not remember. Have you ever
3: seen Poison Life? I uh, have not. I saw them every summer, uh-huh. from 2000
0: to 2005. Okay, I'm sorry. What did you keep losing a bet or something? <laughs> no,
3: they just—they were—they toured every summer, and in radio, I got tickets every single time.
0: You know, there's a funny thing. It's like Jerry West, one of the legendary players uh, uh, in the history of the NBA, said that he can see, to me, he said this when I interviewed him one time, he said uh, that he's watched so much basketball that he can see, he knows if there's a play happening, he can generally figure out what's going to happen two plays from now. And I feel like I can generally figure out what's going to happen two plays from now on this discussion. I see basically we end up with Mike saying to Jason, well, why aren't we getting somebody from poison on the show? If you know everybody,
3: I never said I knew poison.
0: That's where we're heading though. <laughs> Just for, for Mike to go like, Oh, if you're so tight with the guys from poison, Mr. Fancy Radio, why don't you get the guys from, why don't you get the guys from poison on the, on the show?
4: And <laughs> yeah, why are you dragging your feet?
0: Oh, there it is. <laughs> but meanwhile, my uh my uh, I don't even know who Mike's trying to get on. Who are you who are you working on, Mike? Uh
4: recently, Lenny Dykstra. hmm I think that was the last thing yeah, I've had a dry spell.
3: It's it's gotta be Richard Carner above Mike. Who? Richard Carn?
4: Who's Richard Carn?
0: That was the rules we sent a couple of weeks ago. Richard Karn was the the sidekick on Home Improvement.
4: Oh, I never watched one episode of that show.
0: Yeah, me neither. But I know he was. <laughs> Look, Mike, I'll say this. that the
4: guy behind the fence.
0: No, that's Wilson. That's nah, Wilson. He died. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Imagine this is a. Imagine <laughs> imagine this is the reality of a show. <laughs> oh, there's some guy behind a fence, and you only see the top half of his face. What do you think he's going to have four mouths when you finally see the bottom? What, what did everybody think was brewing on the lower half of that fence?
4: Did they show him in the last episode? Was that the big, uh, finale?
0: They did. Yeah. Oh,
4: they did. Oh, wow. I imagine what, time.
0: imagine what a thrill that was. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my God. He had, he had a mouth the whole time and, and a chin. Can you believe the lower part of his face completed his face? Ay, ay, ay. The stuff people fall for. That and then that other show, Nerd, what is it called? Nerds on Patrol, the one where the Sheldon, what was that show called?
3: Big Bang Theory.
0: Big Bang Theory. And they were like, oh, the elevator's broken. <laughs> And then I, I I, within I watched four episodes of that thing. I was like, "Yeah, final episode of the show. They fix the elevator." And is that what happened? I think so. Yeah, of course it did. I would bet. I would bet everything. Yeah, and that's that show that the 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 guy writes the Unabomber type things at the end of, right? (laughs) The screeds. (laughs) He releases like a screed at the end yeah. of every one. <laughs> I think we're going to have to add, you're going to add all those up and realize he's, uh, he initiated the Capitol riots. <laughs> <laughs> he had been cultivating people for, uh, for years with his Big Bang Theory and mom, uh, end cards. <laughs> why does Chuck Lurie keep bringing up January 6th? <laughs> Yeah. Chuck Lorre, Great guy. Two and a half men. Uh I I I don't believe I was the first one to think this by any stretch, but it's just like you watch that show and it seems like the type of show that would be in a movie trying to show how awful the culture is. <laughs> like it seems so crass and gross that it seems fake. Like there's no show that could actually be that crass and gross. And then it just seems like it would be some kind of thing that some egghead would be putting the culture down and have that. And then, but that's That was a real show, but he was fun on it. Charlie. Sheen was fun on it. I got to go on a date. I got a hot date. And I think we just passed. I, I did the voice for two sentences, and I blew out my throat for the night. Um, the uh, I think we just hit the tenth anniversary of when he went on his uh, his little escapade when he was saying winning all the time and Tiger Blood and all that stuff. And then he he it culminated in him playing Radio City Music Hall. Radio City Music Hall. Think about all the shows that have been there. It's like, Oh yeah, all these shows have been here. And uh, what's, what's going on tonight? Oh yeah, you, you ever see, uh, you ever see my a major league? Yeah. Remember that pitcher who had the hornroom glasses? Uh huh. Well, he's going to be on stage tonight. Doing what? Oh, uh, melting down. And uh are there any tickets available? Oh, no, that's sold out. Not, a, not an empty seat in the house. <laughs> what a weird world. This is a weird, sick world.
3: Is that what he did, though? He didn't do any stand-up or anything? He just went out and said all of his catchphrases?
0: I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you would have gone.
3: I did. Why you figured I would have gone? It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Just but why did you Charlie go? Sheen? I don't know. I would. I didn't know about it. Got all the free I tickets.
4: D- you didn't Just know about poison. Just for poison. Just, Just for poison.
0: Yeah, you ain't getting free radio tickets, for that? Charlie Sheen didn't do his. He didn't do a tertiary market show up in West Virginia. Uh-huh. <laughs> How long am I in the road for? Yeah, you're doing a, you're doing West Virginia now. Yeah, that was a great stretch. What else we got going on? What's up, my friend?
7: Um oh, I had a couple well, I had a couple for sort the of topic and I think I could solve uh the sort of for one of the people from the little picture you guys sent out.
0: Okay, let's hear Richard. Wait, wait. What is the little thing? Go ahead.
7: He had the picture with like Michael Gross and uh, Bananarama, somebody else, and mm-hmm. I think I know what Michael Gross is doing. The dad from from Family Ties.
0: Yeah, what's he doing?
7: Well, he's really into like Lionel trains. So I bet he just spent all quarantine building like a giant Bobby Bakulow style train set for himself and just playing with that all night.
0: Yeah. I would picture him wearing a little choo-choo cap and he's having a, he's having a meltdown tonight because, because one of those little weird choo-choo train shrubs is too close to the track and then it's making the train not run correctly. <laughs> Look, I love those choo-choo. Choo choo train, uh, guys. And I, I wish I was into the, the, that stuff. That'd be the greatest way to meet Neil Young. Just get it. Just get into like those trains and then be like, you meet him and act like you don't know who he is. What? You can meet him at a things like he's like, Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm looking for uh, some train stuff. And you're just like, yeah, I like the trains too. And he, he's waiting for you to start talking about, uh start talking about Zuma, and then you never do it. He's keep talking about the trains, <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, I met a guy at the at the, tra- the at the hobby shop, and uh he's gonna come over and check my trains out." And then Daryl Hannah's like, "Are you sure? This sounds like another weird fan coming by." Is like. No, this guy didn't even know who I was. He had no idea. I talked to him for 45 minutes. He never even mentioned. I said, my name was Neil, and he didn't even, there was no spark or recognition. (laughs) Then you get in his house, you're watching the trains, then you go, you say, "Can I use the the washroom?" they say, "Washroom," because he's Canadian, and he'll show you where the where that's that's what they call the turlet up there, the washroom. <laughs> and then you go, uh you come out of the bathroom, the washroom. You go, "Boom tonight's the night, boom do, do, tonight's the night, ha ha uh, ha." Uh, uh. Uh, tonight and he's like oh damn it you knew who i want." <laughs> then i just go no no i saw a thing that you had tonight's the night on a thing i love that song i don't even know who does it like you like now you're messing with them and now he's like you don't know that's me it's like that's not you stop it <laughs> You're the greatest laugher that has ever called this show. And, uh, Jonah, I'm going to say this. 11 out of 10 for you. 11 out of 10. You laugh. Look, some people say guys, uh, guys like you are, uh, bro, you're, you're, you're bringing it down by larfing too much. What are you supposed to do? Be stone-faced? You're, you figured it. You got the answer. You got the key to life. You're laughing it up. You're having a good time. You're doing it right. Thank you, Tom. So what else you got for me, buddy? Gina Shock from the Go-Gos. The drummer from the Go-Gos. I would picture she is probably, uh, probably researching when the movie Dune, uh, Whether, whether it will be theatrically released or, uh, only on HBO Max. She's surfing the web tonight trying to figure out.
7: She's got one of those accents that the caller, the artist from Michigan last week called in and complained about, kind of. The, uh, one of those strongly western accents that he
0: dislikes so much. You mean the artist Eric White? Who called? Yes, yes. You got to look at his art. Have you seen his art? He's so good. I'll
7: go I'll check it out tonight. I'm
0: gonna to buy a big painting of his. Probably cost a million dollars. I don't know that kind of scratch. Uh
7: I have. I have one last quick one, and I want to dedicate this one to Damien from F because it's kind of an obscure, not sort of obscure, hardcore
0: one. All right. Our friend Damien from the band f Up and also from the amazing podcast Turned Out a Punk. Great guy. What do you have?
7: So John Wifenbach from Void, he kind of disappeared after after Void put out all their records, you know, like the Void-Faith split on Discord.
0: kind of weird, weird is the Void-Faith split? You mean the Faith-Void split? Come on, Jonah. You're back down to 10 out of 10. You're, you're 10 of 10. You just lost a point because you said Void-Faith. <laughs> I, was about, I was talking about this singer, so sorry. No, I got you. I gotcha. Record older, either way. No, you're good. You're good. guy, guy. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, uh, uh, well, uh, well, you want to know what the guy from Void is doing?
7: Yeah, I would love to know.
0: I bet he's probably, uh, He's probably looking on Etsy to see if there's any, uh, bootleg faith void merch and, <laughs> and, uh, repro- reporting it for terms of service.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dear sir, I noticed you're selling a magnet, uh, depicting the album cover of the faith void split, not void faith split as some have
1: incorrectly called it. Uh, this is a licensed a copyrighted image. You do not hold permission to, to sell merchandise. Please, uh, cease
0: and desist or we will be forced to pursue more extreme legal ramifications <laughs> regarding this matter. Man, I've never laughed the way you're laughing right now once in my life. Where's my me? Where's my me? Who makes me laugh that way? Used to be Hollywood Handbook, then they kicked me off the show. Mm-hmm. Kick me off. Can you believe it? I'm sorry. Kick, Kicked me off the show. and I usually don't talk about stuff like this, but kicked me off the show, said I just was a part of the previous iteration of the show and that they were looking to grow. Tonight's the night, boo-doo-doo-doo, right? <laughs> then you uh, go to the train station, you flip the table, you go, David Crosby rules, and you run out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I got a new level. Hear that, Mike? Hear that, Mike? Hear the joy I'm bringing this this guy?
4: <laughs> yeah, when, he, when he takes it up a notch, nice, though, it sounds fake. It i didn't like got that hit, hit awesome. by Joker gas.
0: <laughs> he ain't get hit by Joker gas. But
3: he's Jason. about ready to fall out of a chair. Look, <laughs> well,
9: I've been I've been listening to the the so far,
7: and it's t- and so I I'm just I'm happy that I even get that joke. I would not have gotten that joke before listening. So part <laughs> of that is the joy of even getting mm-hmm. that joke. I would
0: not have gotten it before. How closely, how, I want to quiz you, Jonah. How closely do you listen to the best show? Pretty closely? Every week. How many times, well, here's a trivia question. How many times did a young Jason Dudio Gore see the original Batman in theaters? Ah, it was either 80,
7: I'm going to say 86.
3: No, that's insane.
0: That, yeah, no, it wasn't 86. It was 39. 38. 38. Oh, 38.
3: Oh, okay. 39 for the new Batman film. I'll go see the that.
0: The new 30. one.
3: Yeah. There's yeah. a rumor that Keaton's going to do another one. Not confirmed, but if he does another one, I'm going to go see it 39 You're times. not doing another Batman movie. He's the new Batman in the DC Extended Universe.
0: Wait, what, what, what do you mean?
3: He's in the Flash. As bad Yeah, he's in
0: the flesh for five minutes he's going to be in it. Right, but he's signed on for multiple films. Okay. So You he... really think that guy's going to be a... i I'm, I'm wary of this. I don't want him getting <laughs> hurt like Harrison Ford. <laughs> Only if he wants to be there do I want Michael Keaton in those movies.
3: Get his leg caught in the Batman movie. Uh, Alfred
0: who's going to play alfred in them yeah they'd have to have a new one they got to get a new alfred right cuz they can't yeah. get uh, cuz michael kane is always the alfred in the ones with uh the christopher nolan ones michael kane is uh, the alfred in those and then uh what's his face uh is in the uh the other ones uh jeremy irons yeah well, who would be a good Alfred then? Let's think. Who would be a good Alfred? Michael Douglas. So we'd go with an American Alfred. Yeah, I mean, he could do the action if he wants. Okay.
6: Yeah, no, Bill uh,
0: Nye. Bill
3: Nye? Yeah, well, so not the science guy, but Nye.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Bill Nye the science guy. I'd say we might as well just go with guy. guy Fieri then. While we're at it, if we're just doing reality shows, Cake Boss. That guy is also Bill Nye the Science Guy. Let's see the credentials. So I say to that guy. Let's see. <laughs> let's see the credentials. Let's see that <laughs> diploma, right? Probably, uh, yeah, probably uh, University of Phoenix, and Phoenix isn't even spelled correctly. <laughs> University of F-P-F-E-N-I-X. This caller is truly your Scores Daisy. That's oh, Pat, Pat, you, you, Nailed. you summon a bitch. Yep. And now Mike likes that because I said something, uh, somewhat racy. I'm surprised the, it, it triggered the enjoying the new freedom tweet. Um, I'm like, I'm like Jerry West. I see the moves before they happen. You're saying I'm like Fran Leibowitz and this guy's like Martin Scorsese laughing it up at everything I say. Fair enough. I'll take it. I'll take the hit.
10: I thought that's why you liked him. I thought that was an established.
0: Nah, I like him cause he's, he's, uh, he's fun. He's having a good time. I just like his spirit.
7: Well, and I also say, I'm also, I mean, I'm also a fan of of uh, everyone else on the show. I love.
0: Oh, take it easy with this with, now. No, 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 no more, more. All right, no, no. There, there's there are limits to this. Hawk, Keep going, Jonah.
7: Hawk is great. I love the hawk. I'm, I listen to the hawk. Thank I you man, very much. Mike on Broadway might be one of the greatest works of art of the oh. 21st century. All
0: right, now this guy's this guy is out of his mind. <laughs> Jonah, Jonah, two out of ten. That's your new thing.
3: Falling out of the chair.
0: Mike's Mike's Mike on Broadway is one of the greatest works of art of the 21st century. Is that what you just said?
7: I love it. That last line. Oh, that last line is so perfect. To me, it's, I, I love it. I, I maybe I'm being a bit hyperbolic, but I do think it it's, does not get enough credit for the how great it is.
3: Mike isn't even unmuting his mic. He's just like, more, more. Yeah. The,
7: the essay he wrote for the box, that was really good, too. And Thank you. I, I love um, I, the – sorry, my memory messed. The show he did on WFMU was tremendous,
0: too. Sure. gravity's rain. Uh, Depravity's Rainbow. Now, right. what about – you didn't say anything about Pat? You didn't say anything about Pat's rock group? No, I, that's what I'm saying. Pat Pat's
7: WFMU show, was it proven? Oh. That, that was the name of the show, right?
0: Yeah. Prove it all night. It was price it all nice. I love it. I love that this guy. He he didn't know. Uh, he doesn't know they live though. They I know. I've the never band. seen
7: them, but I know that the band. I know. I, I was just looking at uh, his stories about when he was uh, playing the band. He had the sunglasses on.
0: Where are you living these days, Jonah? I'm living
7: out in the suburbs of Chicago.
0: Okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right, my friend, you did great tonight. Thank you. I'm putting you back up to ten out of ten.
7: <laughs> it's been a roller coaster ride tonight, Tom.
0: It really has. It's really quite quite the adventure. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call, buddy.
7: Take care. Of your, take care of yourself, Tom. Everyone and else. You cares. take you
0: take care of yourself, Jonah. Ten out of ten. How do you like that, Mike? When the pre- premier works of art of the twentieth first century, you you are responsible for. Yeah, that's, that's that's high praise.
4: Yeah, it's very that's,
0: nice of him. And that, that's a thing. You sound sad. What's wrong?
4: <laughs> no, no, I was just thinking about the. uh Can we revisit the Oreo versus Chips Ahoy thing? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I
3: love. It. You're getting so much praise. You said nothing. Your mic. I'm. I've been watching your mic on Zoom the whole time. It went off mute once. Went right back. I know on where mute. this is going
10: because I just opened my my own Twitter and at the very very top posted one hour ago. AP Mike. Chewy cookies are garbage. Well,
4: that goes without saying. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk about the Oreo versus Chips Ahoy. And the thing is, Chips Ahoy years ago is pretty bad. I mean, I think they, they, they've they cooked the cookies a little crisper now so they, they're not as crumbly. You remember when Chips Ahoy were kind of they'd fall apart in your hands pretty much? They were kind of soft. Now they're kind of hard and what I do to make it on par, straight up Oreos are better than Chips Ahoy. But what I do, because the cookie's so hard now, you can put a little dab of Peanut butter on them. And it's uh, it brings it up to the level of an Oreo.
0: So you're putting peanut butter on a Chips Ahoy?
4: Yeah, a little peanut butter. You know, not you don't go nuts. You know, just like a, a little peanut butter. With
0: dog. You put <laughs> some peanut butter on like a. Well, yeah, yeah. Or, bone. yeah. What are you what are trying? It? Is somebody trying to give you a pill, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you
10: making a sandwich out of them? So, so, two well, chips. Well, I don't do butter.
4: that, but you could do that. You I think, could. you know. If you wanted to, I haven't well, experimented with
0: that. Well, then what about this as a as a, how do you do, Mike? What if you put some chocolate chips in another butter? Uh, no,
4: no, not my thing. Well, it's the same thing. See, I I'm not even with you on the double stuff. I, double stuff is too much. I think that ruins the cookie. All
7: right.
10: <laughs> I love a chewy cookie. I think you're wrong. Fresh out of the oven, chewy is great.
4: I said I said Entman's were were acceptable.
0: Entman's chocolate chip cookies are outstanding. Yeah, they, they are. are good. Way better than than Chips Ahoy.
4: But if you get those Pepperidge Farm cookies, the chewy mm-hmm. cookie, the chewy versions are horrible.
10: Yeah, but that's like processed chewy like, you know, I'll I'll say like the chewy Chips Ahoy I thought were better than the than the regular Chips Ahoy, but even that's like a factory you know, processed ingredient, chewy. But, like, if you get, like, a, if you go to, like, a farmer's market or if somebody made, like, a fresh batch of cookies at someone's house. Like, oh, well,
4: well I, that's, that's, of that's going to be better, pal. Well, yeah. no, yeah, I, I said that's that homemade is a whole other category. I mean, I thought yeah. we were talking about the junkie well, store, store-bought okay, ones.
10: According to your tweet, chewy cookies are garbage.
4: Yeah, I'm talking about the store-bought ones.
3: Yeah, uh, he's talking about grocery.
0: Look, the only way I'm buying a Pepperidge Farm is if I'm at the. That's that's at this point, Pepperidge Farm is has been reduced to like that's like CVS cookie. That's what you buy at a CVS.
4: Yeah, Rite Aid. I get them at Rite Aid.
0: Yeah, a Rite Aid <laughs> or a Rite Aid, where you're just like, well, it's either this or some weird thing of ban- a banana bread, some weird single serve thing of banana bread, that one weird off market thing that's been. Sitting on counters for the last twenty years,
4: and they get sweaty in the in the in the cellophane, right? Yeah,
0: they do. That's you know, a, Mike. That's celly. Mike, we're yeah. on the same page.
4: <laughs> they get yeah, sweaty.
0: The, Pepperidge Farm. You see,
4: you see the sweat in there? Yeah.
0: Pepperidge Farm, just like that's a, that's like that's like a gas station or a CVS.
4: <laughs>
10: yeah, but like but the hard version of Pepperidge Farms are good, like a like a chessmen
0: or a milano yeah
4: milano, Chesa- that's a
3: fancy cookie
4: chessmen are great
0: yeah, and milano, Chesape- the Chesape- excuse me donald trump <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> what's going on there with the milano cookie somebody's yeah, I, living somebody's living too, the good life
4: <laughs> a little too dusty for me i even like
10: like those old people cookies that have like the uh the jam in the middle what are those
0: I think they're literally just called old people cookies. They're called on a package old yeah. with jam in the middle.
3: What are th- my mom would get Milano and she would not share them with me as a child. I would be like, hey, can I have one? and she just would not give me one. Well
4: they are adult cookies.
3: They're very adult cookies.
0: <laughs> Remember those things they those Stelladoro things? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was like Stelladoro where they're like, these are like well, Peak Freen was this brand where the the commercial was literally saying these are like Adult cookies.
4: Well, several, Remember that? Yeah. Stelladoro like, does have that little, uh, chocolate cookie. What, I don't even know what they're called with the like sort of drop of chocolate in the middle. Those are pretty good.
0: Stelladoro, the only way it's paid, that makes me feel like I'm at a wake. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. a st- that's the only place I've ever eaten like Stelladoro cookies when you're at like a, of, of, you're at somebody's house after a wake, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're just getting together for a while at the house. You can come by. We got cookies." And it's just like, "I haven't seen these in a while."
3: Or those yeah. uh those blue tins of Dan- uh, the Danish butter cookies. I'd all
0: I would always see those. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. Those are good those cookies. Are good. But they're not the kind of thing you would ever buy for yourself.
3: No, they're always
0: gifted.
4: Stella yeah, Dora, gonna... I thought I, th- I thought you had to dunk those. Aren't those dunking for dunking tea or coffee
0: or Mike? They're all you could dunk any cookie. Yeah, you want. that's true. But like I would say, but I, almost like they're inedible if you don't dunk them. Is what you're saying? now. yeah,
4: yeah, exactly.
0: Let's put some peanut butter on it, Mike.
4: <laughs> no, I don't even think peanut butter could save a Stella Dora.
0: <laughs> this is The rest of the show. <laughs> that should be in there. that should be a t shirt. Not even peanut butter can save Estella Dora. Um Yeah, I gotta just say I I I I I am I like to think that I'm my own person and that I don't fall for marketing, but I am as susceptible as marketing anybody on the planet. I fall for anything. I uh I remember seeing a thing where it was like the like the the like a year or two ago there was like the chicken sandwich wars where it's like oh Popeyes has a chicken sandwich that is supposed to rival the Chick fil A one. Oh, look, I don't eat chicken, so I don't know. But I saw it. I was like, that's the dumbest thing I ever saw in my life. Chicken sandwich wars, and then all it takes is for me to see one thing saying like, oh yeah, Popeyes is doing a fish sandwich. <laughs> the way they're doing the chicken sandwich, I'm like, well, I gotta check that out. I go, I order this thing and I'm eating it. I'm like, this is, this is amazing. This thing's so good. And it was so, I, I, it has, I had like such a, they, they, they might as well include a, a, a thing, a prilosec with these things. Is that what the stuff is? Zantac? Prilosec? What is it? Are they all the same thing?
9: Yeah.
0: Cause, um, that was like a, uh, that was like a, uh, that was, that was called a GERD sandwich. Yeah.
9: got yeah, a little backup, a little backup. <laughs> yeah. I was
0: sick. I was sick for a day and a half. <laughs>
10: day night, I was in a Popeyes drive through and uh-huh. I got the chicken
0: sandwich and Sounds I was like the worst Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> Oh late
1: on Friday night I was at the Popeye's drive through <laughs> trying to get my fill.
0: I literally was. And, and then the chicken man. That would literally be the chicken man from uh Atlantic City would be. And then the, chicken man, it the, so the <laughs> chicken man was
1: on the speaker
0: phone. Speaker
1: phone chicken man was on the speaker the chicken man's son was on the speaker, <laughs> took my order.
0: This is the uh the origin,
10: yeah. No, but yeah. I, I was I was I was parked Facing the the Popeyes, and I was eating, and I saw the 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 banner for the fish sandwich, and I I mm-hmm. literally thought of you, Tom. I was like, "Oh, that's great." I was maybe like, oh, <laughs> there's, there's a
0: fish sandwich here. I wonder if Tom's going to go to Popeyes. Am I? Well, you know, you definitely talk about uh, talk about yeah. knowing two moves ahead on that one.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Is there a podcast? Where I review fish sandwiches.
3: <laughs> I think so. Yeah,
0: I think on the, on, on, yeah. I'm serious. Just it's called Ahoy.
6: I Yes.
8: Not
0: even with with Tom Sharp, no. it's just it's just called Ahoy. Ahoy. <laughs> and it's me. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta, I think, I think this has to happen now. Yeah. If I just go to different, every fast food place and review their fish sandwich.
4: Can, can we talk about your GERD, Tom? Cause I'm, I'm familiar with GERD. Oh, I yeah. I, I barely
0: ever have, I haven't had it in years right. until I tasted that fish sandwich. I was like, Oh, here's a blast from the past.
4: <laughs> no, but, but you said it was good at first, right?
0: Oh, it's good. Yeah. 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 Good to GERD.
4: I, I think started I- Started
0: off good, ended <laughs> up gird.
4: But, but I'm thinking because you're so conditioned to the, the inferior McDonald's fish sandwich.
0: Well, it's not inferior.
4: That, that you, you- Mike, overweight. you're gonna just
0: have to listen to <laughs> Ahoy to see what I think about it.
4: But you, you over, you overwhelmed your stomach with, with, with a good fish sandwich for a change, and it couldn't handle it. But I-
0: Oh, I- It couldn't handle it.
4: But I think that- You know, maybe going forward, you get used to it and can enjoy it.
0: Do you think? Well, Mike, it sounds, it sounds like, sounds like somebody's (laughs) lobbying to be the producer of a (laughs) hoy.
3: Do you think the difference is that on the, on the fillet of fish, you have a little bit more of a protective cheese base? This
0: is what (laughs) I'm going to say right now. If, if we go from the best, from the best show account, if you tweet out. Tweet the following out from it because I don't have access to that. Right they will now. not give me access to. Here we it. go. If you would want to hear Tom do a show called Ahoy, in which he reviews fast food fish sandwiches, <laughs> Ahoy, like has- retweet, retweet if you want to hear it. And if there are a thousand retweets, I will do the show Ahoy.
10: Put Ahoy will- in caps with an exclamation point. Oh, it's all in caps. Alright,
0: but an exclamation point too. I love when these guys, uh, I love when these guys, uh, not- <laughs> it's when these guys give notes to each other. You know, like,
3: like, oh, Pat, I know how to do this.
0: <laughs> Cause they each get annoyed at the other one and, and then it's just their turn, and then eventually it will be their turn to be the one doing the annoying. Like where Jason will be like, try, uh, try, uh, uh potting that down a little bit. And then Pat's like, you, Bleepity bleep. And then, but then, (laughs) but then an hour later, Pat's like, yeah, do that all in caps. And Jason's like, yeah, I'm good. It's all in caps. So of course (laughs) they, everybody knows the playbook. (laughs) If you would want to hear Tom do a show called Ahoy in which he reviews fast food fish sandwiches retweet. If you want to hear this thousand retweets in the show is real. There you go. I like it. Okay. Nine retweets. Make sure you pin
10: it.
6: Shut
0: up. Make sure you pin it. There you go. I love it. I like. Uh, okay, I'm pinning it. Like if I was like, make sure you pin it, Jason. Would be like, oh yeah, great idea. I'll pin it. Exactly. Pat, oh, what, make sure you pin it. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna pin it. Okay. Shut I up. Know, I know how to pin things. I know how to pin it. All right. <laughs> 14 retweets. <laughs> 18 retweets. All right, what are we going to count as we go up to I'll a 1,000? I'll That's give you rest, an update no, as we no. That's it. The rest of the show is moderate yeah. sweet.
4: What if I get more on my retweet?
10: That's not going to happen. On, on the chips no. kind
3: of thing?
0: Yeah. Ahoy. Ahoy. God help me. I'm going to be doing a fish fillet sh- <laughs> uh, podcast. Ahoy. Who else has sandwiches? So you've got Popeye's. Burger got King. Burger. McDonald's. Burger King, Popeyes. Is Wendy's? Wendy's? Uh, Wendy's has a season. See, the thing is all these fast food places do fish sandwiches before Easter, because right. I guess on Friday you can't have fish. There's a thing I don't understand. It's like, you can't sell that thing year round.
3: So on, according to a, uh, a, a fast food website, Wendy's fish sandwich is coming to a menu near you on February 15th, 2021. So. Okay. The Crispy Panko
0: Fish Sandwich is at Wendy's. Oh, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. <laughs> Sounds gross. <clears throat> well, take it easy, Pat. i got to review these stupid things.
3: Does Jack in the Box have one?
0: Jack in the Box does have one.
4: What about Long John Silver's?
0: I don't- yeah, they no, good? they do a
4: sandwich. Yeah.
0: yeah. I believe oh, Nathan's boy. has a fish sandwich. Great. Nathan's fish oh, sandwich. I can't even imagine. Yikes. Yeah. That's bad news.
10: Nathan's, um, KFC might? I don't know.
0: Checkers?
10: Checkers. I Checkers would say does. One. Yeah. Or rallies. I don't know what's out in California.
0: Checkers. Could you imagine finding a checkers? Carl's Jr. Look, we'll figure out all the fish sandwiches <laughs> if this thing gets to a thousand.
4: White Castle has one too, I think.
0: White Castle is fish sandwiches. Very uh, good yeah, too. Yeah. I like the white cat. Well, look, I can't, I don't want to give the show away yet. <laughs> so what, uh, what do we got? Uh, who's, who do we got on, on the line, Pat? Anybody?
10: Yes, I have an old friend of yours on line two. Hello, Basho.
0: Trouchies. To whom am I, th- I think I know who this is, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm going to, I'm going to guess. Hold on. Not, I'm sensing Baccarat, Baccarat, I'm I'm sensing Baccarat, I'm sensing all you can eat buffets. I'm picking up on Chris Angel and it's baby. It is. How are you?
12: I'm good, fellow How you doing?
0: I'm good from Las Vegas, BB. It's so good to hear from you. I haven't heard from you in a long time. How, how, how are you, how are you feeling these days?
12: I haven't got any complaints. Good. Any real import, everything is way cool.
0: That's all I want to hear. You're doing okay. so yeah. totally all we can do. Now are you worried that I'm going to host a show called Ahoy?
12: Yeah, I'm wondering about that. Cuz if I mean, you could in Spanish it would be Ahoy. Or if it was Ahoy today, in Spanish it would be Ahoy Ahoy.
0: So I should call it Ahoy Ahoy?
12: Yeah. Or Ahoy Today. Yeah, that would be nice and redundant. That would be ahoy like Ahoy
0: today. What do I got to do? That? It's a daily show now.
12: Until Lent. Until Lent is over.
0: Until Lent is over. Ahoy. Ay, ay,
12: I have a pre-COVID tale for you. You have a what? Pre-COVID tale for you.
0: A pre-COVID tale. Let's hear the pre-COVID tale.
12: Uh, you ever hear a place called, um, Puglia? It's in Little Italy.
0: No. What is that?
12: I think they shot a scene for um, Big Daddy in there with um, Adam Sandler and Joey LaRona Adams. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy comes around with the accordion singing. The oh,
0: okay. Sure. Rest-
12: restaurant in Little Italy. And I was invited to a birthday party there with some people like the old, uh, Buffalo Writers Mafia my girlfriend, Jean, her birthday, it's like in the, January. right? She said, we got a table, beer and wine will flow. This place had the, I mean, it was full of suburban meatheads, right? Mm -hmm. And it had the atmosphere of a grade school cafeteria. It was super loud. And Jorge, the uh, guy with the accordion, he's there and he's leading everybody in song. And, I had to go to the lab eventually. Um, I taken a train up from Philly, and uh, I see this table full of meatheads, and they've all taken their um, table napkins and tied knots in the corners and put it on their heads. This is just what they do there. Everybody takes the table napkins and makes hats out of them. Okay. i along to this guy super loud and I said to my girlfriend Andrea I said you want to see the meaning of power and uh, I got up walked past this table with these goofballs singing there she was just walking down the street
0: Mm -hmm. and
12: the whole place erupted the whole restaurant erupted into what did he
0: it's like a movie
12: it was you know, it's just one of those things like dumb luck. I just saw everything line up. It was like a bowling alley and they were just lining up and I, I saw the, I saw the strikes one,
0: and I let it rip. You let it rip. Even, I even picture that one. You rolled that one even with like the, the lane was like had the, the, the polish on it where the ball, they got to spin it at that angle to get it to go. And the ball does that, that curve and then it slides in and knocks all the pins down. That's what you were doing with that one.
12: You Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's... And when I, I had, when I went back home, I actually went through Jersey City, picked up a six pack, um, at some bar near the train station. I was looking for the tube bar, actually.
0: I mm-hmm. didn't... You didn't find the tube bar?
12: No. No, but I got the very last train that made it all the way back to Philly. Like you'd change in Trenton.
0: Mm-hmm. So you took you went Jersey City to Trenton on the train?
12: Yep. Yep. And then crossed over, got on the SEPTA train and back mm-hmm. to Market East.
0: I love uh I love it. I love it. I miss Those back. are the days, huh? Those are the days, huh? Huh, baby?
12: Yeah, yeah. You could walk around without crap happen to you.
0: Yeah. So what was the, well, when you, uh, back in the, back in the day on the scene, who were your favorite bands back then? Who were some of the, who were some of your, the, what band did you see more than any other band? How about that?
12: Glass Eye from Austin, Texas.
0: You saw Glass Eye a yeah. lot. Yeah. They were. They were the band that was, uh, were they managed by Jeff Tartikoff? Daniel Johnston's manager? That could very well be. I think they might have been. I can't write, I may be right. I may be right. I may be crazy. <laughs> That's the only good thing about the pandemic is that Billy Joel stopped doing those uh, shows
6: hmm
12: Too many people crammed in there hearing the same thing year after year.
0: Friday night I crashed your party. Saturday I said I'm sorry. His meltdowns Son- are
12: exceptional. What's that? His meltdowns are exceptional.
1: Yeah, when he's like, turn off the lights!
0: Or whatever he's yelling, stop it! Now, can I ask you a question, baby? You know music a whole lot. You know that Elton John song where he's like, if I was a paint what is it? If I was a painter, but then again, no, no, no. What is it? If I was a, sc- a sculptor, what does he say? but then he goes, or a man painting pictures in a, a traveling show. What job is that?
12: No, it's selling potions, you know, like a snake oil salesman.
0: He's selling potions in a traveling. So he's a, he's a, he's a, see, that's why I asked you. I knew you'd know. He's a grifter. He's He's a, yeah, exactly. An old medicine show, ripping off the rubes. Absolutely. With the snake oil. But he knows that's not an actual contemporary job at that point, right?
12: No. No, his stuff was really kind of um, turn of the century, like Tumbleweed.
0: Yeah.
12: It was evocative. Um,
0: And rather listen to his version of that stuff than the band's version of it. Indeed. That song. From this day on, I own my father's gone. That's a great song. <laughs> and then that one here. That's another good one. I gotta listen to that album again. I haven't listened to to uh Tumbleweed connection in a while. Yeah. Good old country comfort in my bones. That's one where it's just like, all right, now you're pushing it because he's just like, I got grandma's in the kitchen fixing up vittles or whatever. Like it's like, all right, take it easy. It's 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 1972. Your your grandmother's not making uh vittles. She's making you tea.
12: Now, shut yeah. up. Make
0: making cu- cucumber sandwiches. With the crust cut off. So what's been going on? Any, any, any hot goss?
12: Mm, no, no, God, not at this stage.
0: How is Las Vegas doing?
12: Uh, weird. I'll just say that. I hear a lot of noises outside, a lot of screaming rubber
0: and okay. shouting. Yeah. A lot of squealing tires and shouting.
12: Yeah. After dark.
0: Or as they call that in, uh, New Jersey, Tuesday.
12: Tuesday. Tuesday all day.
0: I'm starting to regret this fish sandwich show. I think it's a bad idea. I don't want to be known. Look, there's these shows that do these food reviews and they make more money than God. I, 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 I see. I see the newsletters. I see some of the numbers that come in on these things. Ham, hamburger men. Those guys have made so much money doing that show. It's obscene how much they get for for saying just like, mm, "I thought the onion rings were a little cold," and then yeah. they hand they hand them a a, a bag of, of of loot. Advancing the cause of beef
4: consumption. I can see, I'm,
12: I, ate fine. There's some people maybe willing to kick them a little more bucks.
0: I might have to do a whole, maybe I got to throw my hat in the ring though and start doing fish, fish sandwich reviews
12: for all fish kind,
0: for all fish kind, BB, yep. you just, you might've, I think that might have to be a part of the show for all, for kind. all fish kind. Panko, panko. What would be a good play on words with panko? Um, hanky panky,
12: hanky panko.
0: Hanky, yeah. Hanky panko. No, no hanky panky. Plenty of hanky panko. Boy, oh boy, I'm in trouble. all right give me give me something good and then we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna take some calls and wrap up all right
12: um where are they now
0: where andy. are they now who who we talk who who are you thinking
12: uh some ge- geni- you know like geniuses um andy partridge and that guy from uh the laws and bill drummond from k l f
0: um andy partridge is right now he's He's looking at a, a, a physical catalog, not, not online, a physical catalog of little, uh, army soldiers that he's gonna put in order together.
12: Army soldiers?
0: Like little, little metal soldiers. Like miniature soldiers that he can paint.
12: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that going around. You'd be surprised.
0: Yeah, well, Andy Partridge is one of the people doing it. The guy from Bill Bill Drummond from KLF, he's um he's trying to figure out whether a uh, a uh, 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 a hundred pound note or a fifty pound note, which one's more flammable. <laughs> he's currently testing that
12: on Cuban cigars
0: with Cuban cigars, yes. All right. Um. And the guy from the laws is, uh, is probably hiding. Like he's literally, he's like, no one's gonna find me. Try as you may, try as you might, you'll never catch the guy from the laws tonight.
12: He's hiding in Bill Drummond's humidor.
0: He is, he might be hiding in his Let's see. I love it. People are, let's see where we're at now. 113 retweets. It's, there's no way it gets to a thousand.
12: I'm going to do my share. Wow. One man, one vote.
0: Um, yeah. See any movies lately that you liked? No, no. Um,
12: I understand there is a, what, no, Dead Snow 2 is on uh, YouTube, Free for Nothing, and I saw the first one. Those uh, Nazi zombies are a riot.
0: What's it called?
12: Dead Snow, 2? Dead Snow
0: Dead 2. Dead Snow 2. That's what the Nazi. That's the one, yeah, with the...
12: Dead Snow was in 2009, and this is the,
0: the sequel. Mm-hmm. Okay.
12: It looks ridiculous.
0: What if they called it... Dead Snow Two, the wool They we'll try to get a little bit of that Alvin and the chipmunks uh glory.
12: Exactly. And as far as the film, I, I to uh what did you think of that um coverage, uh that big section on Sergeant Pepper and uh, only uh in the uh, Bee Gees documentary there.
0: Oh, how they skipped that part? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit of a, an oversight because, yeah, look, of course there was so much hatred for disco then that is completely, uh, culturally loaded and, and, uh, just, and just, uh, despising and dismissive of people of color and, and the gay community and gay culture where disco was so, vital and inspired and strong. And look, I love the Bee Gees. But there's a part of that whole story where they're just like these dudes slid in, jumped on the disco movement, and then were the first ones to go, well, we're not disco as soon as it started winding down. As soon as it ran because they're, they're one of the architects of its demo of the of the the art forms' demise, and then they were the first one. Then they run away from it, also, right? Like carpet baggers, they jump on it. With carpet baggers? That's not a bad thing, is it? I don't even know anymore. I don't want to hurt no one's feelings.
12: It's uh, not tied to any.
0: Okay, I just I, I just want to make I don't know. I just want, but they jumped on disco. They they bleed it dry, grab most of the money, and then run it into the ground, and then they're the first ones to go like, "We're more than disco, everybody. Disco is one of the many things we do." We're, but they killed the thing that wasn't theirs in the first place, and then they're just like, "Everybody hated disco," and they hit. It's like, you know, look, yes, all of that is true. But people also hated you guys because you did the, the Sgt. Pepper movie. One of the worst things anybody's ever seen. Like, it's a little bit of a oversight to make like that didn't factor into any of the downfall of the Bee Gees. Hmm? Am I, am I wrong?
12: You're not wrong. I think they should have taken a look at the bath that 20th Century Fox took on all this in World War II.
0: Yes, when they did, no one has, nobody adapts these Beatles things ever. They all, they all eat it whenever they try to across the universe. Sgt. Pepper, all this in World War II was one, I don't, I barely know that one, but I know nobody, it didn't set the world on fire.
12: It had some amazing stuff on it. Roy Wood solo work, Brian Ferry singing, she's leaving home. I mean, it's got some,
1: Excellent stuff. Wednesday night, we've all gone, right? Like, right. why did she do this to us? Why could she do this to me? Henry, she Henry. is leaving home.
0: Like, is it that Brian Ferry, or is it like? Uh, no, he. Uh, it's what, Wednesday morning. Oh, so he's doing it straight. He's not doing it. I'm picturing him going up and doing, like, do the strand
1: era, Brian Ferry. And he's like, Wednesday morning at nine o'clock as the day begins. Yeah, you know where I went on the, on the box? Yeah.
0: What's that? Why would anybody why did the world even need another rock band after Roxy Music, BB? They should have. The first two albums, they could have ended rock music after that and been like, "We figured it out. The best band ever is a bunch of space space hoodlums, space greasers. Have shown up. Mm-hmm. Half these guys are dressed like it's Quadrophenia, mods versus rockers." And there's a, a Martian also in the band who plays, uh, is basically playing some weird electronics that he keeps inside a suitcase. And the main guy is, uh, a, a, a sleazy handsome guy. Why did anybody need another band after that?
12: No, they, uh, that was it. It was the pivot. It was the height of how
0: you put it. Remake, remodel, top 20 rock songs ever.
12: Indeed.
0: It's the funniest thing ever when it just goes, <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in terms of like an old-fashioned rock and roll rave up, and then there's one guy just making squeaks and squawks on his. How is that not the funniest thing anybody's ever heard? You ever see them fun uh, top of the
12: pops with the little chicks and the uh, mm-hmm. sitting around the stage? They're totally yeah. doing it.
0: Oh, my God. I love it. I love it so much. We didn't need another band after Roxy Music. Oh. We should have just ended. We should have been like, all right, let's figure a different thing out because rock music got figured out. hmm Baby, you're a joy to talk to. You too, fella. I'm worried about this Ahoy show. I can already feel the uh up- upset stomach.
12: I've also got two updated wacky packages for you.
0: All right. What are they?
12: Polamine knocks out you and your bad breath.
0: No, what is it? Scope.
12: Scope. Polamine.
0: Okay, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not smart.
12: Scope. Polamine. What's that mean? It. It's a it's it's a drug. It.
0: I wish a- I was smart.
12: Uh, the other one is um, fentanyl wafers.
0: Well, I see a theme running through these.
12: Absolutely, if we're going to do. If you're going to update wacky packages, you got
0: yeah. to incorporate some pharmaceuticals into the mix. Fentanyl wafers—that that's fantastic.
12: I'm glad you like it.
0: All right, my friend. Once again, you do it. You do it. You do it. You do it again. I appreciate it. I'm glad you're doing great. You're hanging in there. That's all we can do. And I cannot wait till I'm back in Las Vegas and I see my friend BB.
12: Hey, you, uh, give me some warning.
0: Oh, of course. Don't worry. I will.
12: We have to clean up the.
0: You area. don't worry. You don't worry. Do a thing. You just, you. All right. I will talk to you soon. See you buddy. Okay. Take care. Pat, any other calls? Two, two more. This fish sandwich thing, the tweets have, have have kind of slowed down. It's not going to happen.
3: You want to retweet it from your account?
0: No, I don't. I want to see if it stands as a thing on its own. I'm not going to promote this okay. thing. I'll do the show. 156. Yeah, I don't it's think it's a, it's 850 away. Yeah.
10: <clears throat> when does it have to be uh, retweeted by?
0: I don't know. We'll see how it goes. If it just, if it runs its course, it's just not going to happen no matter how long I set. Give me another call, please. Besho, hi. Uh,
9: hey, Captain Tom.
0: Uh, don't don't push it yet, buddy. <laughs> what do you got for me? I,
9: uh, it's uh, Woody in Rochester, Tom.
0: Woody in Rochester. What's up, Woody?
9: Oh, you know, not too much. I'm, you know, listening to the show, trying to stay warm.
0: That's all you can do sometimes.
9: All we can do. Um, oh, I was, uh, I was listening uh to your call with the Sal, the Staten Island garbage rats. I was thinking like maybe at some point there could be some kind of a physical challenge. Like you guys have to climb up like a trash mountain.
0: That's pretty good. You climb up a trash mountain. There's
9: yeah. some kind of up at the top, and
0: maybe maybe Sal drops it off with a helicopter or something. Yeah, maybe Sal drops a thing down or something to right. to uh, to the garbage rats. Like, I, like yeah, maybe a chopper flies over and just drops a thing that like you have to like chase down and get. So you got to climb over all the garbage to get to it. Yeah. yeah. I like it, Woody. Sounds like somebody's putting their uh stand on garbage rats packet together.
9: Look, Tom, I mean, you know, send me the send me the details. I'm 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 unrepresented, but I you know, I think you should you should read my uh read
0: my pitches. Alright, I'll read your pitches. What do you got for me? What else you got, buddy? Anything got something uh, for the topic?
9: I do have one what about the what's the guy from the New York Lotto commercial doing now?
0: Brett Gelman?
9: No, the guy from, like, 15, 20 years ago. The guy who would, like, speak into a megaphone, and he'd be like, $10 million. The
0: ones where they would just hide the thing because the amount would change all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he not still doing them? They bring him back pretty regularly, it seems.
9: uh, Maybe I just don't watch, like, regular TV anymore, but I I just feel like it, it just... Feels like he was everywhere, and then I haven't heard about him in forever.
0: I don't know.
9: Maybe I'm. Maybe he's on TV right now. I have no idea.
0: Well, God bless him. If he is, he's probably uh, talking about hitting the lottery. That guy hit the lottery. Yeah, he, but not by playing the lottery.
9: No, I I don't know what his. I assume he's just an actor or whatever. But you know, good for that guy.
0: Yeah, I need a break like that. Where's my break? Where's my break?
9: I don't know,
0: Tom. When do they throw me a bone, huh? When do I get a bleeping bone thrown my way? Who's gonna make the clown laugh? Who's gonna make the clown laugh? That's exactly. I am. Was the clown's name again with the thing? Uh poliachi. Poliachi, the great clown, Poliachi. I am Poliachi, sir. If I was that doctor, I'd be like, yeah, yikes. (laughs) Like That's what the doctor would have sent back. He's like, you seem sad. I prescribe you go see the great clown Pagliacci. He makes everyone laugh. Pagliacci is so funny, and everybody who sees him has a great time. So my prescription to you is to go see Pagliacci. Sir, doctor. I am Bollyagi, and then I and then the doctor would go, "Yikes!" Because really, I mean, like he's just trying to get rid of him, right? Because he can't solve
9: his problem.
0: Well, first of all, he can't—he can't prescribe tickets to a thing. That's not something prescribable. Tickets?
9: Uh, he's the
0: buck. Okay, scribbles out on a pet? If that was the way to do it, I'm going to go be friends with the doctor and have him like. Right out, he'll prescribe tickets to a thing and I'll just go, I'll just start going to things and I get a doctor prescription just like, oh yeah, I got a prescription, I got these tickets for the show.
9: Yeah, the only, unfortunately this, uh, this, this (laughs) patient's case is so far advanced. The only thing that is going to work is, uh, is like a, like a all backstage access, you know, uh, yeah. The
0: tour yeah. yeah, I need a platinum circle thing for a Mertzbau show. <laughs>
9: <laughs> I, think, I think that's not too hard to
0: get. If the doctor prescribes you should go my prescription for you, you're sad. I prescribe you see KG Heino in concert. For the for the KG Heino concert. Any band on poor strong family. High rise. Any will do. <laughs> Sir, doctor, I am KG Hino.
6: <laughs>
9: Yikes. You gotta see all, uh, all the, uh, the 99 board drums or whatever.
0: I wanted to see, tell her, I hope everybody's making notes that I'm uh, making some pretty sweet noise music jokes.
9: I, did you hear me laughing? I got, I got all of your jokes.
0: Yeah, you get them. I was making Steve Reich jokes on Twitter. I got the whole thing, man. I tell you.
9: I I feel lightning bolt like,
0: if (laughs) why, if if wire ever, if the magazine wire ever puts together like any kind of like late night talk show, I want (laughs) to write jokes for it.
9: Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Wire li- Wire Night Live with your host.
0: Who'd be a host for a thing would be uh, uh
9: Nick Cave.
0: No, what's his face? What what's a no 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 uh what's his uh, face it'd uh, be
9: um uh uh
0: the of Bargeld. Bl- Blix of Bargeld could host the thing and then it'd be like um but I was thinking more like uh
1: uh Simon Wickham Smith Right, <laughs> musical guest Borbata <Borbettemagus. laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Keep the noise community happy.
9: Well, that's. mean, that's it's a, it's a huge uh, part of your uh, your demo here.
0: <laughs> this is not my demo. My demo's all over the bleeping map. I got people calling about cookies, impractical jokers, noise stuff. No wonder the show, no wonder, no wonder the show is a weird thing that makes no sense.
9: Makes perfect sense to me, Tom.
0: Thank you. Makes perfect sense to me too. You get it, Woody. Thanks for the call, buddy.
9: We get it. Have a good night.
0: Thanks. You too. Pat, any more calls? Final call. Final call, final call. Best show, best show. And I retweeted it. I retweeted it. I didn't quote tweet it. I retweeted it. I felt the pressure. I think it's fine. It's not moving the needle much. No, we got about 20. It's moving.
3: We're at 189 right now. Okay. We could make a 1,000.
0: Best show, Hi. 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 To whom am I speaking? uh, You're speaking to William in Naperville, Illinois. William in Naperville, Illinois. What's up, William? Nothing much. uh,
7: I mean, in terms of like what I've been doing. Uh, Last night, I watched the Paul Schrader movie,
0: The Comfort of Strangers, which was easily the worst Paul Schrader movie I've seen yet. That's the one. That's the one with uh, Paulie Shore. Is that?
7: Yeah, yeah, it's Pauly Shore, it's Bobcat Goldthwaite, you know. Hey, together.
0: don't put Bobcat Goldthwaite down. Uh, yeah, that that that's fair, that was a cheap shot. Come on, it's a cheap shot, I think I did a horse movie, I would do that, you don't think I would do that same movie? Hot to Trot, somebody offers me Hot to Trot, I'm all over it. That guy, that guy's a good guy. And I, he also, he put his money where his mouth is. He makes good, he makes good movies, the kind of movies he wants to see. No, no, no I have nothing against Bobby. You Kicks. walk it back. You walk it back. You rat. You rat bastard. You want to, you want to, you want to throw I'm some mud at the shore? You, you do that. To, what That's do I have the pleasure of this pleasure. call?
7: Okay. Well, uh, for the topic, Uh, I think just about anybody, any of like the bit players and uncut gems would qualify for like, to like seriously ask what they're doing now. But I I really want to know about the guy at the casino or at the sports bar with Julia at the end. The guy who's like walking her through the bet, I believe. Who, Wayne Diamond? No, he's the guy with Julia when Wayne Diamond like shows up. Like I believe his credit is kindly gambler.
0: Kindly yeah. gambling.
7: Arya Daglian. I think the story is that, like, one of the Safties met him at the bar the night before they shot and he just told him to come on and, like, be in the movie.
0: Man, I'm hanging out at the wrong places. I could have been one of their street mutants. Right? You tell I mean, me I couldn't be a Safty brother street mutant? You know, you know,
7: it's uh, like sliding doors, you know. What couldn't be?
0: Maybe they do another movie. You think they do Uncut Gems too?
7: I mean, there's not much in the way of sequel hooks there, but I think they can manage
0: it. No, this is what it is. You follow, it's the, you follow the gem. It's a whole new cast. Okay. You follow the gem. That's what you do. Follow the bleeping gem. Do it as an ensemble thing like Fargo. That's a bad show. That's a bad show. I'm sorry.
7: Yeah, yeah, I I I don't. I don't watch it. That
0: might be the most boring show in history. Actor. Actor bait. Look, I'm going to stop now before I get myself in trouble. That's actor bait. (laughs) Give an actor a long speech and everybody thinks it's great. No, it's just a lot. There's a lot of it. It's not good, but there certainly is a lot of it. It's like if you're eating at an all you can eat buffet and the food's terrible, but keep going. That's Fargo the show. I'm stopping now.
7: Okay. I mean if you want to go after this guy, you can go after Legion which has ended. So you're safe there, I
0: think. I never watched I never watched No Legion. Okay. That's fair. And he's the got Far- Fargo, yeah.
7: Yeah, he's got an alien show allegedly coming soon. So you got
0: so that. It sounds like you have an axe to grind with the guy. I don't. I I don't. I don't know the guy.
7: I, I don't know him either. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just picking up on energy, and like giving you options.
0: Well, I appreciate it. You know, one thing you got to realize, my friend, is that anger is an energy. Anger is an energy. Remember that song. I could be wrong, I could be right.
7: I'm afraid to say I don't know that song.
0: You don't know that song? (gasps) Are you going to do a little homework, if I give you a homework assignment?
7: I mean, I got nothing better to do, sure.
0: You go look, go see if you can track down a song. called. Search the word anger as an energy and you see what you come up with.
7: Okay. I'm searching it right now.
0: But you don't don't do it now. Do it later. You call up next week. Oh, okay. Okay. Anything else, Chief?
7: Uh I mean I think I'm probably good, though I I, I don't want to be too much of a bother. I did not get the answer on what kindly gambler is doing.
0: Oh, the kindly gambler? It's kind yeah. he's probably still kindly gambling. Even,
7: even, he's just stayed at the bar throughout the pandemic.
0: Yeah, he's, just he's, he's, he's wearing one of those uh, face shields. <laughs> I picture him wearing a face shield, I picture Wayne Diamond wearing a face shield. And they're, they're, they're at the, they're at the bar at the, what was it, Mohican Sun? Where'd they fly to?
7: Yeah,
0: yeah, it's Mohegan Sun. Yeah. Yeah, Mohegan Sun. Not Mohegan, Mohegan Sun. Yeah. yeah. That's what I picture they're doing. Well, I, I, I,
7: God willing, I hope they're
0: doing well, you know. Let me ask you a question. I look on Twitter and I see things. People are always like, they'll be like, Oh, here's a, here's a rating of, uh, how popular uh, Joe Biden is right now and how popular it's like, I don't know. Do, do, do things like that just feel like, just like uh, a whole lot of hot air to you. Like, what do I, what do I care about a survey right now? I care that people are uh broke. I care that they're hungry and that they they are not able to pay their uh rent and have a roof over their head and food on the table. It just feels like a very, it feels like a very kind of, uh, egg-headed kind of like wonky way at looking the at the world.
7: Yeah, I would agree with that. I, yeah. I mean, I haven't personally encountered that on my, like, I assume it's on Twitter.
0: It is on Twitter.
7: Yeah. yeah. I, I I admittedly mostly follow film people on Twitter. So not really getting so much of that.
0: So you're like a, you're like a Zack Snyder kind of guy.
7: Yes, I am, I'm am a Snyder Cut person, uh, and yeah, I'm glad you're not a, a Disney slash Marvel show. So, you know.
0: No, then you wouldn't be able to hang with it. You'd be mad at it. Well, first of all, you wouldn't like it because it's a comedy show and well, yes, uh, yes, that's true, anything okay. remotely funny, you would have no time for. You'd be like, why is the show not moody? He's not mad and quiet all the time.
7: Yeah, why is the artwork not in like black and white and want like square aspect ratio? Right. You know?
0: Yeah. I like Superman's costume when it looks dirty and dingy and gray. And where you're like you gotta figure you gotta remember, oh it's red and blue usually. Not now. Looks like it looks like he's been rolling around and then some soot. I like it when
7: Batman says bad words because you know it reminds you that you know he's not such a nice guy. Yeah. You know because Michael Keaton he he kept it clean even though he did murder those people. So you know, gotta gotta make it edgy.
0: Hmm. I love it. You, you keep think, that. Edge. Are you gonna watch the thing? You're gonna watch the thing. The uh
7: the Snyder cut. Um.
0: You're gonna watch it. You can't help it.
7: Honestly, that's probably true. I did watch Malcolm and Marie for basically the same reasons I would watch the Snyder Cut. So, sure.
0: Snyder Cut, Snyder Cut. I'm going to watch the Snyder Cut. Superman flying round, Batman driving the Batmobile. Look out. Here comes the Snyder Cut. Take that to the bank.
7: I'm sure Zack Snyder took all of the money he was given for the Snyder Cut directly to the bank.
0: I'll say this: he didn't take no money for it. Actually, he did give it to charity. He did give money to charity. Okay, that he, yeah, yeah,
7: I, I, I had heard that.
0: I so. feel for I feel for that guy as as much as he's not one of my favorites by any way means or anything. He the guy loses his kid when he's trying to make a movie. That's the most impossible thing you could imagine.
7: No, he seems, like, everything I've heard about him says that he's, like, a really nice guy.
0: I don't know how you get out of, how do you get out of bed after that?
7: Exactly, yeah.
0: Look, movies might stink, so what? There's plenty of movies that stink.
7: Yeah, I mean, I find the, like, cult around, like, despising him, like, to be, like, almost as absurd as the people holding him up as a god. Yeah, you know, most of those people are just like, oh,
0: you Batman. Look at this; it's, it's kind of like, well, what if he is just in the middle of the pack? Like, yeah. here, here's a wild concept for you: he's mediocre. I,
7: yeah, I mean, even like Batman v Superman has some good stuff in it. Like, it's not totally like the
0: worst. No, thing. don't push it. Uh, you yeah, you're okay. That's fair. That's fair. When I saw Batman vs Superman. It was so drab and dreary that I started, and I saw like the opening day at like a, like a noon screening or something like that. It was definitely during the day and the theater was packed with all these, all these, uh, superhero fans looking to get their thrills. And then, um, it was so dreary. I was starting to fall asleep. So I started staring uh, at the floor at a, at a peanut M&M's bag. Because it had color in it, and it was the only thing keeping me awake was the yellow from a peanut M&M's bag. (laughs) It was like, that's when your movie has some problems. All right, my friend. Yeah. Okay. It's time to end the best show.
7: Okay. Well, it's been good talking to you, and uh, I'll call next week with the song.
0: You please do. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Make sure he doesn't get through next week. On it. Well, my friends, the time has come to raise the room roof and have some fun. Throw away all the work to be done. And let the music play on. Everybody sing. Everybody dance. Lose yourselves in wild romance. We've got a party. Samba. Fiesta forever all night long the words of the master mr leonard cohen
1: well my friends the time has come raise the roof and have some fun throw away the work to be done let the music play on all night long.
0: Best show is over, but I'll tell you this, the islands record is awesome. I heard the record. I love it. It's great. And it comes out in June, and it's called Ilomania. and you're gonna love it and get ready for it. Thanks to Sal Volcano for calling in and talking to us and giving us a little thrill. Uh, what else we got going on? Patreon.com slash The Best Show is the place to go to get all your best show uh, stuff. We got Meet My Friends, The Friends going up. Episodes exclusive to... The Patreon feed. We have episodes of "So Far," the Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young show, exclusive to the Patreon feed. Go there. And get your get your fill. Any other things to say, anybody?
3: I think it was a great show, Tom.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Jason. You get it. Not sure why the other t- t- two, uh, producers didn't feel likewise, but, uh, well, real I quiet followed, over there,
4: if real if quiet. Follow Jason, then you, you you wouldn't have liked my comment.
0: No, you could have beat him to it. <laughs> you could have rushed in there and said it was a great show. Just shoved, you shoved your way through.
4: <laughs> it's, a, it's a cliche though. <laughs> Oh, well, let's see that. That, oh, look, Mike just hit on something. Here.
0: Mike said it's a cliche that there, that there, that's the, that, that being, that the show being a great show is just, yeah, what else is, and water is wet <laughs> is what Mike is that's saying. A,
4: yeah. Yeah.
0: Stating thank the you. Both, well, thank you, Mike. I appreciate it.
4: Stating the obvious.
0: What's going on with, uh, uh, what's going on with Greg Popovich now? This hair his, he looks like he's auditioning for season four, a true detective or something. Ah, uh, this guy, this guy is fascinating. The, the coach of the Spurs has this long hair now. It's like when LBJ, when LBJ left office, he grew his hair out. You ever see any pictures of him, Mike?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Now like
0: it's... L- after he was president, he had like longish hair.
4: Oh yeah. To his shoulders almost. I would think. Weird. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Greg Popovich is entering that phase of his life. Love him. God bless you, Pop. All right, everybody. I was going to do a little sound collage thing, but we have run out of time. I was going to play a little Lou Reed, say happy birthday to Lou Reed. Uh, always love him. And, uh, yeah, we'll get you next time, sweet Lou. And uh thanks everybody for listening. I'll play a uh, little Lou Reed on the way out. How about that? What do you think? Hey, like them apples. Pat anything? Anything you want to say? Be well to each other, everyone. See, that's the kind of thing. Pat Pat's a class act. He didn't even play the game about. It was not about hubris and making Tom blowing smoke. Pat did his own thing. Pat was thinking of the big picture. I like that. I like that. That's, that's a class act. Jason was obsequious. Mike was disinterested and vaguely smug and superior. (laughs) Pat, Pat, Pat was doing his own thing. He's, he's, Pat was thinking of the human race.
3: Pat's the nicest person on earth.
0: Well, that, now, suddenly, I'm suspect of Pat's motives. It worked. It worked. Now, now I
1: question <laughs> Pat's motives.
0: That's <laughs> all it takes is anybody saying anything, and I just go along with it. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what Pat's deal is. No, everybody's great. I love all you, and we will talk next week. We'll play a little bit of this Lou Reed song and say goodnight. Catch on the flip-flop. Bye.
6: Play.
10: Where's Dougie Yule? No, I'm uh, dead. I hope Whoa! in. I went
8: to the high school with
10: Dougie. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. And all those older guys, they said that he was mean and cruel, but you know, I want to play football for the coach. They said I was losing Lightweight for that linebacker, so that I'm playing right in. want to play football for the coach. Because you know someday, man, you got to stand up straight unless you're going to fall. Then you're gone to die, and the straightest dude I ever
6: knew was standing right for me. The-